Potaskew is brought to you by Proper Rumpus Media. Hey! Today at Podcast is cute! We're gonna be talking about nerdy things! <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons! Dragons! And Dungeons! And Ladies in the Dungeons! And the last Star Wars movies and Dragons! And we're gonna also talk about nerdy things! Nerdier things! Like Princess Leia in her slave costume! I love you, pumpkin. I love you, honey bunny. <laughs> What's up, dude? Thanks for the commentary, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, totally, totally. Uh, oh man, this one's gonna be fun. I can't believe we haven't done this. I can't believe we haven't talked about. I mean, I guess we have because of some guests we've had on and shit. But like, I can't believe we never actually talked about this movie. Not yeah, I mean, not not a full episode for sure. Uh, where. We've definitely we talked a little bit about Tarantino when we had Eddie Pence on. Uh, we also talked about him when we had Maddie on. That's also true. You know, which uh, which we we could share this. We yeah. were going to have Maddie uh, join us, but unfortunately, and he did want to come, but unfortunately, he had prior engagements, so uh, he's just going to have to listen to this and and just miss out. But we have discussed the possibility of bringing him on. For a future commentary, yeah, and I so. think, and that I honestly, as fun as it would be to have him for this, I think it'll be even more fun to have him on that one. You know what I mean? So, uh-huh. yeah, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be good, and we're we're sorry he's not here, but it's you know he he's a busy man. There, there's he, he is. He, he you think you think I spin a lot of plates? I mean, come on, you know. God goddamn Canadians taking all the Americans' jobs like. <laughs> You know, here's the thing. He spins many plates, but gets paid a whole lot more than I do to spin the same amount of plates. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to speak for him, but he'd probably be like, "Yeah, I don't make that much money." No, but I've seen his Jedi helmet collection. I can't afford that, so we'll just, you know, do do Jedi's typically or, have helmets? Well, not it's not Jedi's, but it's his Star Wars helmet collection from the Stormtroopers. But right, I was just giving you shit. Yeah, of course you are. Um, All right, so if you guys haven't figured out, this is yet another commentary. We're doing a whole month of commentaries for December because we don't want to work that fucking hard. (laughs) Uh, And uh, I'm also not feeling 100%, so this this is good. I can lay back, watch a movie with my friend, and talk about it. Uh, Or a guy you just tolerate well, you know, either or. Well, no, Maddie wasn't going to show up. Oh, okay. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) <laughs> double double shade on that one. God damn. Um, uh, I just I, I love you both. Not equally, but I love he, you both. He ain't listen. Although, you know, we have had an uptick in downloads from British Columbia. No joke. So I'm wondering if it is Maddie. Like really. Maybe he maybe when I hit him up, he'd be reminded who the fuck we were. No, it's been it's been like ongoing. Like I've been watching it over the last several months. So it's huh. yeah. It's not just I since you reached out. I don't know anybody else in British Columbia. No, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's Maddie or or April. It better, it better be Maddie. It could be April. April it might could be. be April. Yeah. I doubt it. But <laughs> love you, April. But, just in case. Love you, love you, April. I, I think she like. I don't know. I don't. I think she might have unfriended me on Facebook. I don't know. I think she just shut it down. Actually, that's possible. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's just assume this is your first commentary, guys. As usual, uh, we. We recommend you turn your volume low, if or not down, off. Or off, yep. Have your subtitles on. That is kind of a requirement. You're not going to hear audio on our end. 
uh, except for us talking about a movie that we had nothing to do with, but we both like. <laughs> so we're going to do a countdown. We're going to actually, so this is weird because I'm watching Pulp Fiction on HBO Max. CJ is watching it on a digital copy. So our timelines are not consistent. So what we're going to have to do is describe what we're seeing for the first couple minutes. Um, and then we're all going to start together and we'll, we'll try to describe what we're seeing. That way everybody can be in sync. If you have to adjust it, you're going to have to adjust it. We're not going to adjust it. The good news is you get to pause us. We can't pause. We have to adjust on the fly. You can pause and line us up. But yeah, so I am, first off, just in case you weren't clear, we're doing Pulp Fiction, because I don't think we actually ever said the title. So we're doing Quentin Tarantino's second film, Pulp Fiction. Um, Probably his most popular film, I would say. It's debatable. Yeah, um, we can have that conversation later. But we, uh, if if Rico and I have things lined up on our end, well, we are at the definition of pulp. Uh, it is. It starts the film right after the Miramax uh, thing that makes me quiver every time I see it. And then you have you have uh, the definition of pulp uh, by the American Heritage Dictionary New College Edition. At least that's what mine says. So yes, a soft moist. Uh, shapeless mass of matter, which is also what I described myself before I met Stephanie. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Um, so as long as you guys see the definition of pulp on the screen, then we're all going to be in sync at least for a second or within, two. Yeah, off. within a half a second or so. Yeah, so. All uh, right. Ramblers, let's get rambling. Count us in, my friend. All right. On three, two, one, then you guys hit play. Three, two, one. All right. So if you are watching on HBO Max, I am now at the 17, 18, 19, 20 mark at this point. Yeah, I'm almost at 30, and it just went off. At okay, yeah. My... All right, so we got we got people talking. Yeah, it's Pumpkin and Honey Bunny. Uh, our alter egos. <laughs> my, my captions are very small, and they're actually moving on the screen based on who's talking, so this is going to get weird. <laughs> Mine does that for HBO. It, it kind of goes left, right, and then That's middle, left, doing. right, middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Like, this is a really good scene, but I feel like sometimes Amanda Plummer doesn't hit the dialogue well. Mm. I don't know. There's just something about quack, 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 quack. It's just, I don't know. It's such an insignificant line, but I've never particularly liked how she did it. But Tim, Tim Roth, though, is just masterful oh yeah i mean did you ever see reservoir dogs yes once and it's been a long time but yes you sh- we should fucking do that one of these days i'd love sure. to talk reservoir dogs with you because he is i mean is he the most showy in that lineup no but he's very very good well, he's also, I don't know if you ever saw, he was in a show that i was a big fan of that i watched the entire run of called lie to me I know of it. I've never seen it. He's really good in that. So I, yeah. No, Tim Roth is, you know. I'm not a big fan back. of him as as Blonsky, though. Honestly, in the MCU, like I liked him in the Incredible Hulk. I didn't love him in She Hulk. Yeah. Uh, you know, way back when, before Alan Rickman was going to be Snape, Tim Roth was like the other possibility, and I. 
I think, you know, imagine him with like a greasy curtain of black hair. I could see him in the role. The voice, not so much. Yeah, he he's not as menacing as Rickman, so. He is menacing, but he doesn't have that gravitas. He doesn't have that, right, you know, right, right, the, right. the silky voice. He that's just sounds what I like mean. a British dude. Yeah, yeah. He's a little more cockney. I mean, not exactly, but like compared to Rickman, so. Absolutely. Um, We seem to keep picking movies that, uh, to do these that, have like great soundtracks or great background things going on. Like I know. we're gonna miss some great music in this. Like and and the rare thing where it's a movie where it has a soundtrack that actually changes, like a radio station changing. Well just just on the first track. It's not throughout. But even still that was a first for me. Yeah. Like I had never seen a movie where you're starting to hear a song and then you hear <laughs> Jungle Book. Like yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Yeah. The thing I don't I like. How, good. I wonder how many fucking robbers watched this scene and said, "That's a good fucking idea," yeah, and then I went wonder. out and did it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Did, have you ever noticed? And I don't know if it's on purpose. When they get up and do this in, uh, you know, thirty seconds or so from now. They say a line where he goes, everybody be cool to be robbery. And she goes, actually, it's about coming right now. You know, he goes, everybody be cool to the robbery. And she goes, any of you fucking pricks move and I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you. When they do it again later, the lines are different. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to execute uh, all you motherfuckers, motherfuckers or something, or something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. That always threw me off. I uh, That always fucked with me and i don't know if tarantino was just sloppy that day or if he used an alternate attack uh track because he loved both of them but it always graded me yeah i i just don't get it i've noticed it before but i don't understand the why not because i prefer this one this one sounds I, more menacing like i'm more scared of her on this one than i am on the one that coming on the one that comes later i agree when she says motherfuckers everybody, it, everybody it sounds like you fucking pricks move and I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you. <laughs> she is scary looking. I'm not going to lie. Like, Oh, she absolutely feel, could be in like a gangster flick or, or something like that easily. Like, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but Amanda Plummer is, she's a scary looking person. I mean, it, it sounds sexist, but if I was saying the same thing about Christopher Walken, I'm like, Christopher Walken is a scary looking motherfucker. It's true. Like, then they're like, oh, well, yeah. But if I say it about a woman, it's just like, well, you're, you're, you know, misogynistic asshole. I'm like, no, dude, she's scary looking. Like, she, she's scary, more scary looking than her father. Yeah. The, uh, the top, the title cards on this were interesting. Like, the billings, like, Harvey Keitel gets high billing in this. So does Tim Roth. I mean, considering well, their roles. Harvey Keitel, I think, gets high billing because he helped make Reservoir Dogs happen. Oh, no, no, so I'm think, not, yeah, I'm not, listen, I'm not, even Maria DeMer, I don't know how to say her last name, but Fabian, like, you know, like, some yeah. of these people get some high billing on this, title cards. It's true. And I'm not saying they're not deserving, but they're playing, in a lot of cases, some minor roles or some minute, you know what I mean, like. Minor but memorable, I mean. yeah. Like right here, now we're in the co-starring, right? And for example, yeah. 
Phil Lamar is about to come up, and I think Phil Lamar has a more prominent role than some of the other people on that on those title cards. Honestly, I mean Frank Whaley, you know he's pretty fucking memorable as Brett. <laughs> Look at the big brain on Brett. You <laughs> smart motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> this is another one. I watched this back because I didn't watch it in a long time, so I watched it back the other day to get ready, and. I I've forgotten how well I could do this movie. Like, mm. uh, yeah, Danny DeVito I, too. Yeah, yeah, Danny DeVito did. Uh, he, his production company is Jersey Films. Okay, I didn't realize that was his. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tell All me right. again about the hash buzz. <laughs> You know, it's such a weird look for Travolta, but it works. Oh, I like the long hair on him, honestly. Yeah. I really wish they would have, that Tarantino hadn't stalled on making the spinoff movie that he was wanting to make. Oh, all the Vega the, Brothers? Yeah, the it's called Double V Vega, which oh. is so Tarantino. Uh, but yeah, it's about him and uh, Michael Madsen's characters from... Reservoir Dogs being brothers. They still could do it. He still could do a prequel. Sure. You're just not, you're just never going to get John Travolta or Michael Madsen. Right. Right. Example. This is the first time I saw Sam that I was aware of. Let me put it that way. Cause I think <sighs> I saw him in coming to America first, but I didn't, you know what I mean? Like I guess uh-huh. in a starring role, you know, I mean, I saw Pulp Fiction, I think I was maybe 12, maybe was... 11. I saw I it saw in... It at... Go ahead. You saw it where? I saw it in a theater in 95. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I actually, it, it was this, I don't know if you ever had them out there, but we had these like $1.50 theaters out here. Like you, the theaters are, um, it's, it's, it, it's. It's after it's run through, like, the major players, like, Regal and AMC and all that. It goes to these, like, I don't even think they exist anymore now, but they were these, like, mom-and-pop theaters, and you'd pay, like, $2 to go to a film, you know? And Yeah, the the closest we have for that is, like, I think 8 $8? Well, I mean, I mean that, that might be now, but I'm talk- we're talking 30, almost 30 years ago at this point, you know, so... But anyway, right. so we snuck it, but it, it was R-rated, and me and two of my friends, we were all underage, so we bought tickets to, like, Homeward Bound or some bullshit, and mm-hmm. snuck in and saw Pulp Fiction, because the theater's got, like, three employees. It's the guy behind the snack counter, the guy taking tickets, and the 16-year-old cleaning up the theaters. Like, that's it. Like, they don't, you know. Or, or at my theater, it's... Everybody is like kind of all doing that. And they're all on average about 16. No, so. but I'm saying like they only had no one right. there gave a fuck about you sneaking into a film is kind of what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. they really didn't care, you know, so. Um, so I think yeah, the we- first time I saw this, I bought it on VHS and I brought it up to the land and Alex uh, had n- he he was like, oh, you've never seen uh, Pulp Fiction. I was like, no. So we like sat down and watched it together. It was, it was really Alex and I don't sit and watch movies together, so it was a really nice time. Because mm. 
before I'd even seen it, he was doing like motherfucker. He was doing that <laughs> voice. Doing he was that doing that the voice, Marcellus yeah. Wallace voice before I even knew what the fuck he was talking about. So when that scene comes up, he and I were just cracking up because he did it so effectively well. Not as good as Maddie, but you know. I, I, I love this whole I, I want to tell you a story about the end of the film, but before we before I do that, I, mean, I love this whole sequence talking about the foot massage and how uh, how intimate the foot massage is and this whole dialogue back and forth between uh, Vince and, and Jules. I I happen to agree that a foot massage is pretty special. I don't know if it's worth throwing a fool off a balcony through four stories through a greenhouse. I mean, if someone gave Stephanie a foot massage, they'd have to give me a good goddamn reason. Okay. I mean, I'm just asking. I mean, like, if it was just some dude who, like, came by, like, I was a, I was an acquaintance with him, I'd be more upset. I'm like, why did you think that was okay? And then, like, obviously, Steph would be like, well, I, I stepped on something and my foot hurt, and he happened to be the only person. I'm like, okay, well, then that's fine. But, I mean, if you were giving her a foot massage or if Michael was giving her a foot massage, I wouldn't care. Gotcha. Gotcha. My whole thing is, like, if Steph's cool with it, I don't really care. But I agree that it is something that you do. It's a little tenderness. You know, it's, it's you know. We have a different method of massage, but touching his wife's feet and sticking your hole in the hole, your tongue in the holies to holies. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, a great line. <sighs> You ever give him a foot massage? Shit. Don't be telling me about foot massages. I'm the foot fucking master. <laughs> I love how they're just like, this is what they're talking about before they go kill a bunch of people. Well, I mean, because this is their job. It would be like if you were in the back room at your place just talking about whatever and then going out and taking tickets. True. Do you know that apparently Sam Jackson was supposed to have a big fucked up afro for his character and then they settled on the Jerry, on the Jerry girl? I'm just not used to seeing him with hair. Ah, he, I see him in hair in a lot of movies, but... I've, I've only seen him in two movies with hair. This and I think The, the Negotiator, the only times I've seen him with hair, I think. He has hair in Deep Blue Sea. He has Didn't hair in it. Jurassic Park. Oh, that's true. You forgot about Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, I mean, he has hair. He just keeps it bald so that he can wear wigs for whatever actors want. Sure. You mean directors? Directors or actor turned directors? Yeah, I went by that. Fuck you, train. <laughs> you know, weird comparison. Uh, I watched Bullet Train the other night. I want to see and- that. Dude, like after we're done with this, you should watch Bullet Train because it is kind of like it's not free it's though, got, is it? It's on Netflix now. Oh, it is. Okay, well then, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of like Tarantino, not references, but you could see like if Tarantino had never started his career, the number is different. The number about the two seventy six. Well, now it's four sixteen. Yeah, that's weird. I just noticed that I, when you watch without sound, you start noticing. <laughs> yeah. 
but you should check out Bolton. It's got a lot of like, if Tarantino hadn't like clearly Tarantino having a career influenced all of like cinema and gangster movies and shit. So it's very much like if Deadpool meets. Pulp no, Fiction. I definitely wanted to see it. So I'll have to watch it. What's up green lantern. I like Phil Lamar as a voice actor. So do I. Keep chilling. <laughs> I like Frank Whaley as an actor. Yeah, he's good. Uh, yeah, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. One of my favorite performances of him is uh, Swimming with Sharks. Didn't say it. It's him and Kevin Spacey. And Kevin Spacey's the boss from hell. And he's like a Hollywood executive. Did you hear about the pop-up Big Kahuna, Kahuna Burger? No. There was a pop-up Big Kahuna Burger. They didn't get anyone's permission and didn't get any of the food licenses and ended up food poisoning like everybody and Quentin sued them. Good. Yeah, it, it, it was it was pretty funny to read the story. Because I was, was like, like, damn. And appa- apparently, to their credit, though, and it's also what got him in trouble, but apparently the tagline was, this is a tasty burger. So, like... Yeah, and then everybody died. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone died, but yeah. I like how he's asking, like, oh, what you eat? McDonald's, Wendy's? It's yeah. like, motherfucker, the rapper's right there. I think it's more just a, you know. It's it's intimidation. Yeah, yeah. for sure. He's like, oh, no, man, we're just talking. We're just talking about burgers. Like, don't think about the fact why I'm here, motherfucker. Like, I mean, it does look tasty, but it also does it not. Like, it just looks like a, it's it's like a generic burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. You ever been good a burger? You want one? They're real good. <laughs> what makes them Hawaiian? They must have like a slice of pineapple. Uh, yeah, right? who knows? My girlfriend's a vegetarian, which pretty much makes me a vegetarian. <laughs> I love that line. Right, yeah, what cheese? <laughs> Check out the big brain on bread. <laughs> you a smart motherfucker, that's right. The metric system. Uh This is such a Samuel L. Jackson. This whole oh, scene, oh, like he chews the scenery like no. Oh my god, he, he Chews the scenery like he's chewing the fucking burger. Like, yeah. yeah, but it's so well done. Like, it's not. I think I this whole sequence might be one of the best sequences in cinema. Period. Agreed. Like, Agreed. It's, it's just awesome. The fact that he calls him flock of seagulls is so ridiculous. <laughs> well, you know why though, right? No, his hair. The way his oh. hair is, it's it's a flock of seagulls. The band used to wear their hair like in their face like that. We just we just met one of my all time favorites. Like I don't remember asking you, you a, a goddamn, goddamn thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, I love it. The subtitles call him Flock of Seagulls. Well, I love he it. He doesn't have a name. Yeah, actually, I think it's Roger in IMDb. I think his name is Roger. But all right, I, I still want to know what's in the fucking case. Do you see the combination six six six. Yeah. Okay. So the theory is. 
that it's Marcellus Wallace's soul. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah, and that's why he's got the Band-Aid on the back of his neck. Because, yeah. Which, I don't know about, like, you know, souls escaping the back of your neck. I don't, I've never heard of that as a thing. I think whoever wrote that theory said, oh, in biblical, in the Bible, you're, I was like, that's bullshit. That, that yeah. doesn't make any bit of goddamn sense. The truth is, is that Ving Rhames had a fucking scar on the back of his neck, and he didn't want to fucking show it. Oh really? Is that what it is? Yeah, and it, mm. and added like a low, like a, a level of mystery or something. It totally did. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe. He, oh, here we go. Boom. Oh, sorry. Did I break your concentration? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were done. Oh, allow me to retort. <laughs> I love this shit so much. Have you ever seen the video of? Pulp Fiction and um, Brett Kavanaugh. No, it is so fucking funny, dude. All right. It shows. Hold on, I love this. Brett... I-, I love this whole thing. What? What country are you from? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of? They speak English and what? <laughs> English, motherfucker! Do you speak it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Describe Marcellus Wallace. <laughs> this whole. It's so good. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. <laughs> Say what one more goddamn time. He's, uh, <laughs> go on. <laughs> Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Best best scene in the whole movie. It's or I at least agree. it's up there. It's if it's not the best, it's up there. Cause I do, I do like the whole diner scene at the end. Like that's real good too. But I know, but it is kind of like, it, it, it. This is a classic movie, but it does kind of dip after this. It's just like, hey, it's really good, but it's not that first scene. No, I, I, to, for me, it's the, it's the butch sequence. It's the dip. The rest of it's good. Well, see, that was kind of written by somebody else, and then Tarantino kind of rewrote it to like mm. fit the story. Mm. So it was him, and I think it was Roger Avery. They both like had stories, and they were going to jumble them together. And see, because that one kind of like fits in this movie, and then doesn't at the same time. Yeah. And I think Tarantino did a good enough job oh, to throw it all in. So I, I have to tell you something about the Bible passage. Okay. So in in the same year I saw this movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe the year after, year after I think, I was. To, I you may or may not remember, and the audience may not know, but I went to a Catholic high school. Mm-hmm. So I had to take a scripture class. It was one of the classes I had to take my junior year. And okay. we started each class with... He, the teacher literally started at one end of the room, and we all sat in alphabetical order by last name, and just went down seat by seat and you had to pick your favorite passage out of the Bible, read it and then talk about why you chose it. I I was so waiting till mine and I was gonna do and then someone like three seats ahead of me got it and did Ezekiel twenty five seventeen and did that in class. And everybody who knew you we're all just sitting there with the biggest fucking there's like fifteen of us with the biggest grins on our faces like I can't believe he's doing this. Did he act it out like so? Oh, like no, 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 straight? no. No, okay. he just read it. Yeah, but... So, couple things. The Ezekiel 25.17 is also Nick Fury's Bible passage on his gravestone in, in uh, The Winter Soldier. 
Okay. I don't think I've noticed that. That's probably on purpose, though, I would imagine. Oh, it's for sure yeah. on purpose. And even Tarantino was like, it was really nice to be included in an MCU movie. But then he criticizes all the MCU, so fuck him. Um, <laughs> but there's the movie Spiral, which in itself is kind of a sequel spinoff of the Saw movies. Right, right. This Rock is in it, and Samuel Jackson's in it. Samuel Jackson, uh, his... His um, there's a there's like three references to Pulp Fiction in that movie. One is like the locksmith company to a fucking lock is called like the Vega Brothers or something. Okay. Or like it was like Jules and Vince or something like right, that. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And then Chris Rock's name is Zeke, short for Ezekiel. And then I think like Sam Jackson's address is twenty five seventeen. That's funny. Yeah. You might, and it certainly appears so. <laughs> I ain't saying it. I don't care if it's in the dialogue. I, uh, I ain't saying it. Jabo for that one. He said if it's in the lyrics or in the script, you're allowed. But I, I don't I... give a fuck. <laughs> That's why I I just call everybody motherfucker. Like, well, I'll tell you one of my all time favorite lines in this whole fucking movie is, "I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker." Like. Yeah. <laughs> He has motherfucker twice. I love it. That's in it. What? You sure that's this movie? What are you talking about? When they're cleaning the, uh, the oh, car. Oh, right. Right, 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 right. I'll point it out. No, I know what you're talking about. I just <sighs> forgot about it. The only person in the world to intimidate Bruce Willis. Apart from Demi Moore. (laughs) (laughs) Commentary's over. Good night, everybody. Um, You know, at one point when they had an argument way back in the fucking 90s. Oh, this was this is the guy who's supposed to originally be uh, Jules. Yeah. Uh, Bruce was like, hey, to me, I don't really like that. She's like, fuck you, Bruce. Just eat a dick. He's just like, damn. Yeah. I, you know what? I got to give her props, though, for stepping back up and taking care of him while he's sick, though. She, yeah. She's like, yeah. Uh, so this is funny to me. Uh, Travolta's wearing a UC Santa Cruz shirt. Yeah. Their mascot really is the Banana Slugs. And I've dated two girls that lived in Santa Cruz. One of them went to UC Santa Cruz. So okay. I did, in fact, kiss a Banana Slug. Good for you. That was their whole thing there at UC Santa Cruz. It was like, have you ever kissed a banana slug? And I uh, did. I, in fact, fucked a banana slug. It's a big man's wife. I'm going to sit across from her. I'm going to chew my food with my mouth closed. I'm going to laugh at her fucking jokes, and that's it. Hey, my name's Paul, and that shit's between y'all. Why'd you fucking ask me about it for? <laughs> I never understood the the, uh, the the confrontation between these two. Like, what has Vincent so, like, perturbed by this guy? Like I even... remember reading about something about it, and it could just be... I don't know. Maybe maybe Vince just doesn't like boxers? Well, is, is I don't think he knows he's a boxer, though. I mean, he probably doesn't even know who oh, the he, guy he is. Oh, he knows he's a boxer. He knows, he knows who he is. I mean, is... is... 
I mean, maybe Vince is just a token white boy. And for the briefest of seconds, you actually see Ving Rhames' face. Well, you see him later anyway. But You see him later, but you really kind of don't see him. So, like, when it's the big reveal of who he is, I mean, those who don't know who fucking Ving Rhames is, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, at this point, I didn't, you know. This part, I was not. I think way back when I was like, I don't, I'm not fond of this conversation, but it's grown on me. I don't, it doesn't bother me. I any, also but... thought the other woman that's who, who, who the one who's not Rosanna Arquette. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought that was uh, Jennifer Tilly. Her? Uh-huh. That's not Jennifer Tilly. I know it's not Jennifer Tilly. I thought it was Jennifer Tilly. Ah. It looks like Jennifer Tilly. It doesn't I love it. Like I love, I love how he's like, all the questions you could ask. Why do you wear a stud in your tongue? <laughs> I still can't believe this guy was Marty McFly. For a brief minute, yeah, he yeah. was. The Hearts Mountain. Now that that reference about the Hearts Mountains in Germany always gets me every time I hear it, mm. because my family and I think I've told this story on the show had a hotel in the Hearts Mountains of Germany. We had mm. a massive hotel up there. I guess the implication is like if Jesus was a drug dealer, it would look like this. Okay, just left turn. I'm just looking at Eric Stoltz. He looks like Jesus. I love this shot where you can see him in the mirror. Yeah, it's creative. Dead as dead. Well, that's witty. He's not wrong about that coming back in a big fucking way. Coke came back in a big fucking boom. Not compared to that stuff. Not compared. Well, I mean, I have seen all. I mean, maybe it's it. Coke is hitting different in California. Maybe. I mean, I always kind of envision like Coke is kind of a California drug anyways. Like everybody's like, hello, welcome to California, you know, <laughs> and, and it's a lot of writers. It's a lot of actors. It's kind of a star, yeah. you know, Hollywood drug. Like I've I've seen a lot of people do coke. I've seen a lot of people buy coke. I've seen a lot of people. She, she don't want all the shit in her face. <laughs> <laughs> I I dated I dated a Jody once, and I don't she mean the one like with all the shit in her face. No, but she had some piercings. Not like that, but yeah. What some dickless man, some fucker did. I, you know what? I heard the theory that Butch keyed the car. Interesting theory. I mean, he'd have to know it was his car, though. They're not. They they arrived at that bar in a cab, so it's possible that they have ran into each other more than once. I mean, yeah, that's Maybe possible. That... Yeah, it's certainly possible. But he'd been gone to Amsterdam for three years until, so it would have had to have been pre-Amsterdam, I would think. True. 
unless there's I mean unless there's huge time jumps here I'm 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 thinking like at least all the stuff with the you know Jules Vince and Butch are all within like a five day window of one another maybe a week you know something like that yeah there's not a huge time jump here you know what I mean like you know I read in this like that Travolta was so into this role that he actually debated about trying heroin for this. And he instead got advice from someone who did do heroin and said, no, what you should do is you should soak in a hot tub and have about 10 to 20 shots of tequila and just enjoy getting drunk and just soak in the hot tub and only then will you kind of scratch the surface of what heroin feels like. So he and um, uh, his wife, what was what was her name? Kelly. Uh, I, I'm just wife. surprised. I'm just surprised. Elron Elron would have allowed him to do it. Well, <laughs> it, it certainly explains his willingness to fucking do uh, what that fucking stupid alien movie he did. A Battlefield Earth. Yeah. I like that movie. Scientologist, motherfucker. Because I like a weird space movie? Because it's it's written by L. Ron Hubbard. It's so, a totally Scientologist. It's not a great movie. I didn't say it was a great it, movie. I said I liked it. <laughs> um, that's that's true. I never said it was great cinema. I said it's just something okay. I enjoy. All right. yeah, I mean, it, it, it's the type of movie you can get drunk and laugh at. I'll give you that. <laughs> okay. Obviously, the world's first exposure to Uma. Pretty mm, much. Probably. She was 24 when they made this. I'm not the biggest fan of Uma. Uh, I, I am, in depending on the role. I like her here. I like her as Mia Wallace. She's good in, in Kill Bill. But I haven't seen her in anything that I'm like, oh my god, she was amazing in this. Outside of outside of Tarantino, I've seen her in two movies. Mm-hmm. Batman and Robin, which we already know. Yeah. And the Avengers, and not the one everyone's thinking of, not the MCU thing, but... Right, the one with uh, Ray, Ray Fiennes and Ray Sean Fiennes, Connery. Yeah. Um, I've seen her in little things like she had a small supporting role in Nymphomaniac and I wasn't a big fan of that movie in particular. I didn't see it. It's a Lars von Trier film and Lars von Trier is not for everyone. He's not for me. I, I was curious in the film, but I, I don't like him as a person, as a director. Um, and, and whenever I'm told, Oh, you don't like Lars von Trier. I always get like the biggest snobby fucking response. Like, Oh, well, you know, you just don't like cinema. It's like, no, I don't like dudes who say that they understand Hitler. <laughs> yeah. The word fuck but is said 265 times in this movie. About a third of it is probably from Sam Jackson alone. Right. Actually, I think this held the record until Wolf. Uh, I think. Probably Wolf. and Oh, you know what? It may have been... Uh, South Park before. Oh uh, well, Wolf. yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. Mm. 
Uh, there's the obligatory barefoot shot. Of Uma, specifically. Well, Quentin likes bare feet in all of his movies. True. It's not always Uma. Also, that is not a good hairdo for her. Actually, I kind of dig it. Really? Yeah. I like her suit. I just don't like her do. Don't be a square. That's also a fucking rectangle. No, a rectangle is a square, but a square is not a rectangle. That was not a square. That was a rectangle. A rectangle is, is also a square. The definition of a square, a rectangle can also be a square. I'm telling you, we yeah. had this discussion in geogra- geolo- geology, geography, <laughs> or geography. Jesus Christ, geometry. I had this debate in the geometry class. Squares can okay. be squares cannot be rectangles, but rectangles can be squares. Fine, it's a long square, which equals a rectangle. <laughs> I love slot car racing. I used to have one. I would totally go to this diner. Oh, I to- I would too. Do yeah. And I was actually, we haven't gotten there yet, but I was actually impressed with Vince's uh, knowledge of the different characters. Ah, uh, Zorro. Yep. I'm trying to see if I can place all the waiters and waitresses. He's supposed to be somebody famous too, but I can't think of who it is. The guy up on, not the, not the character, the actual person playing the character. It was Marilyn. Yeah. Oh, you mean the, the guy, wait, who? Playing, the guy Vince? playing guitar right now on stage. They just zoomed, they just went past. Wasn't that Elvis? No, it's it, no, it, it, no. You know, you didn't hear me. The guy playing the character is supposed to be somebody. It's like Buscemi being this waiter that just pops out of nowhere. Like he's actually yeah, he, somebody famous. He's playing Buddy Holly. The actor playing that character is supposed to be somebody famous. What character are you talking about? That guy about? right there on stage that that uh on with oh, the guitar. Got it. And it's not Elvis, it's Ricky somebody. Ricky uh, but he Is just said Ricky, Ricky Nelson, so maybe uh maybe. Philip Morris. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. It's a wax museum a with a one. pulse. Steve Buscemi. First time I saw Steve Buscemi, probably. I think I saw Buscemi in Fargo. I didn't first. see Fargo. Fargo's great. I loved. I, mean, I I actually did this scene the other when I was in Vegas. You ordered bloody in hell. No, but when she orders the shake. Ah. Uh. Um, I, w- I went to this bar with my stepdad for his birth on his birthday because my biological mom was out doing something. She had like plans that day, and we went to this bar. And this bar has thirteen dollar milkshakes. <laughs> now I'm telling you right now, dude. First off, it's huge. It's this big, but like yeah. they had. Like, I was out there obviously in October, so it was right around that time of year. So they had they had a. Uh, a seasonal pumpkin pie flavored milkshake. And like uh-huh. you ever you ever like on this milkshake she's gonna get it's gonna have a cherry on it. That's the garnish, right? Mm-hmm. The garnish on these milkshakes on this pumpkin pie one is actually a slice of pumpkin pie. A real thin slice that they stick in the top of the shake. Like it's 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 a hefty fucking thing. 
But I sure. remember seeing the price on it and turning on and going, that's a $13 shake. It's milk and ice cream. <laughs> you don't put bourbon in there or nothing, right? I think the the underlying veiled thing that I kind of glossed over for years and only understood recently is when she's when they're like, how do you want it? Martin Lewis or Amos and Andy? And she says, Martin Lewis. And I'm like, so two white guys, two black guys, so chocolate or vanilla. Okay. That's some I, racist shit, I, but okay. Well, no, not really. I mean... It's... Do you want do you want it white or black? Is well, really I mean it's of... it, but yeah, I mean listen, they're used to. I used to order this thing when I was a kid. They don't, they still make them. They just call it something different now. But they used to order a black and white milkshake, and it would be a vanilla chocolate milk mixed milkshake. Sure, you know, and so they're just taking that and putting the extra spin on it of using Amos and Andy or or Martin and Lewis. So I mean, like, I guess, I guess it's, it's just it's kind of. I never fully understood. I'm like, okay. I, I never. I, I'm. I, you're gonna laugh at me, but I'm glad you explained that because I thought it had something to do with the the way they made the shake, like the way they whipped the actual. Like it never occurred to me that anything to do with the <laughs> color of the it, thing. Let me put it this way: if it truly was Martin Lewis, there would be bourbon in it. Let's put it yeah, that that's way. True. That's true. Um, well, you taught me something there. That's pretty good. All right. I would have watched five, Fox Force Five, and I would argue that this the 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 gang in Kill Bill is a twist on this it group. Is. Yeah, it absolutely is. Tarantino more or less confirmed it. Okay, I didn't know that, so you know. He, no, no, you're. I mean, I love his intensity. He's like, tell me the joke. Like he, the look on his face is way too aggressive for like. He's I hear high. Joke. He's high, but he's functioning. I mean, bare, I mean, did you see I don't, him walking? I don't into know the... of any heroin addicts that are aggressive when they're on heroin. When oh, they're I, off heroin, I do. Okay. <laughs> Martin so, Lewis. do you know why it's funny that Buscemi is the waiter? No. In the opening scene of Reservoir Dogs, as Mister Pink. He give, he gives off a whole diatribe that he doesn't tip waiters and waitresses. Oh, okay, that's why he's the waiter. Well, you know what's also interesting is the, you know, and I know I, I I the garçon was not actually a garçon because garçon means boy, but the waitress in the pumpkin and honey bun honey bunny scene mm -hmm. apparently reprises the role in Jackie Brown. It's the same waitress. It's not even the same. It's the same actress, but the notes I read is that it's actually the same character. Okay. I like his face when he does that one. It's a pretty good fucking milkshake. Yeah, he does that worth, weird, I like... I don't know if it's worth $5. It's a pretty damn fucking good... Pretty fucking good but milkshake. The, but the face he makes is funny. Yeah. I have to rewatch Jackie Brown. I, I like it. I think it's underrated. I've only seen it movies. once, and I remember thinking it was okay. Like, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. It's the... So far as I know, it's the only one of Tarantino's work that he did, like, that he adapted from a literary source. Gotcha. Everything so else he wrote on his own or whatever. Or did a spit on, like, you know, Once Upon a Time, you know, right, right, and, right. and, and Glorious Bastards. But, like, uh, Jackie Brown is based off a book by Elmore Leonard called Rum Punch. 
and she's white in the book. But gotcha. he's like, I'm going to make this an homage to the 70s exploitation movies. So I got to put Pam Greer in it. Right, right, right. Oh, you know what? I just was reminded something about Bullet Train. I think you're going to not like one very specific portion of it. I'm guessing there's a lot of snakes. There's one. Okay, well. There's one snake. So it's it's snake on a train. I mean, I watched Raiders last night, so. I'm just saying. No, but I'm just saying. I'm, I can, you know, if I can watch Raiders, I can. You, you can know. watch Raiders, yeah. It's one snake, but it's it looks. No, but gruesome. Raiders Raiders has a whole room full of them. Is my point. Very true. Know? So, um, I did watch the Indy Five trailer, by the way. All right, we'll talk about it later. I said, I said God, God damn. damn, God damn, God damn. Having never done coke, I'm assuming that's a normal reaction. Very much so. Okay. If it's good shit, if it's bad shit, like God damn, <laughs> fuck. I, I, I'm still trying to figure out why there's a watermelon on her burger, but, you know. Well, it's not on her burger. It's on the plate. I, well, you've never had uh, fruit, ser- like a side of fruit served with your burger? Never. It's usually like a slice of orange or, no. you know, some melon. Yeah, I've gotten watermelon. Okay. That must be a California got, thing. It, it really must be a California thing. I've had I've had the vegetable, like the lettuce and the tomato and stuff on the side so that if you want to put it on the burger, it's on you, but it's... It, I've never had it with a slice of fruit. True. No, it comes with fruit sometimes. It's so weird how when you were out here, we didn't go to like a, what I showed you, what our diner would be. Yeah. I you would have been madly disappointed. Oh, I, I, well, I remember I lived in Phoenix, so I have a general concept, you know, so I can't imagine True. it was, I can't imagine it was much worse than, uh, what you would have showed me, you know? Uh, I probably would have been like you. You would have gotten all excited. We're like, "Hey, we're gonna take you out for a diner." You're like, "Ooh, where are we going?" We bring you to fucking Denny's. I would. I would. I would go here without question. Oh, I, I would go here. Yeah. There is a place similar to this called Mel's. There's and a. There's a place out here. There's a chain out here that's called Nifty Fifties. It looks like they tried to do this and it failed. I mean, it it's fine, but it's not this. Like if that, right. you know. Um, it's hard to fucking find like celebrity impersonators to be the winners. I, no, I don't think they tried to do that, but they tried to do all the rest of the Amiot. You know, they just—they're just like he's a great waiter, but his fucking uh, maybe his uh, uh, his Sabinus Junior sucks. Yeah, or even well, worse, like he does a great Sabinus Junior. Problem is, he's white. Yeah, no. Now, I love this conversation about Tony Rocky Horror. This is definitely ballsy of Vince to bring this up to her. Well, again, he's high, so... He's high, but he's not stupid. Well... Vince knows when to keep his mouth shut. Okay, but there's also that scene in later in Butch's apartment. It's pretty dumb. Dumb move on Vince's part, I mean, not well, the scene. Every time Vincent goes to the bathroom, something bad happens. That's that's a running theme through this movie. Every time he goes to the bathroom, some he only goes happens. twice. So, uh, no, he goes to the bathroom, and then she ODs. He goes. He's in the bathroom when Bruce shows up. 
he goes to the bathroom at the diner, and then the fucking uh, robbery happens. It, no, okay, it happens. so three times. Sorry. That's 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 three times for fucking. And Travolta he doesn't have, pops and, a squat in one he, movie. He actually doesn't take a shit at her house. He's just in there convincing himself not to make a move on Marcellus's wife. Okay, but well, he does say, "I'm going to go take a piss." Yeah. So we don't we don't know if he did piss. No, I, I assume fucking... I assume he possibly took the piss, but yeah, it does, he doesn't have to take a shit for shit to happen. He just has to go to the bathroom, and then shit goes to shit. Nobody knows why Marcellus threw him out the window except Marcellus and Tony. <laughs> the scene. God, that... it really does look like Marilyn. Holy uh, fuck. That's it's good a, casting. It looks like Ed Sullivan, too. It looks like Ed Sullivan, but I remember him sounding more like Ed Sullivan more than he looks like Ed oh, Sullivan. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed Sullivan's hard, man. It's it's a hard oh, voice. It's to a hard, yeah, yeah. You got a really good chew. That's about all I can do. <laughs> it's not bad. I believe your boss, my husband. <laughs> I actually used to say back in the day I was looking for my Mia Wallace. No comment. <laughs> Vince Vega. <laughs> oh. Well, no, that's her doing it, though. That's the I thing. know it was her doing kind of like an Elvis impression. No, I think she's just trying to do a male voice. I don't even think it's meant to be Elvis. She goes, Vince Vega. Well, I think she's just trying to do a deep voice, like that. I I would imagine that's what she her impression of him would be, not Elvis. I think she's in a fifties diner. I think she's doing an Elvis impression. I I disagree. Oh well, okay. Uh, okay. Do you know how she based her dance moves on? Uh, no. The Mama Cat Duchess in Aristocats. The Disney animated oh, film. God, it's been so long since I've seen it, but but you watch it is is very much spot on. Cool. I love this song, by the way. This Chuck Berry song is awesome. Do you think Travolta was like, he went to Quentin and he's just like, listen, I appreciate you giving me a chance to be in this movie because my career sucks, but do you really got to make me fucking dance? Like, I was trying to get out of that shit. Oh, I think so. I mean, I at least think the conversation happened. I don't know if it happened exactly like that, but yeah. You know what? I'm going to go on a limb and just say this. I don't think bolo ties are good looking. I think they, they I don't like them at all. Well, they don't like you either. Okay. <laughs> Feelings mutual between me and a bolo tie. Exactly, okay. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Remember when we were talking about age differences? And you were like, when we were doing Absent Minded Professor and you thought it was like weird, the age difference? 
Yeah. I uh, I heard a fact the other day that. Well, let me ask you this: Did you have any problem with Ruffalo and Scarlett Johansson from when they were setting up that thing? It never actually went down, but they were kind of setting it up in the MCU. Um, characters, it works because but... they're seventeen years apart to the day. Mm. He's older than her by seventeen years to the day. Damn. Um, I mean. Yes and no, but I would also argue that I guess I didn't think that Mark Ruffalo was that much older than her, but he... Right, but your, think, ar- your, your argument was having that much of an age gap, regardless of what it looked like. Your argument was the age no, gap itself. No, no. What I said for the absent my professor is that <clears throat> he definitely looked older than her. Okay. I said, he, I said it didn't look good because he certainly looked 20 years older than her. It's a good song. The good cover, actually. This song. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a cover of um it's Bowie, I think. Is it Bowie? I think so, yeah. Hold on. I'm looking it up now because it's gonna bother me. See, the, he's he's off to the bathroom. Uh let me see. It's not an original. I'm positive it's a cover. I read that. Neil Diamond. It's Neil Diamond. Okay. Yeah, not not Bowie, but uh, by the way, I don't blame him for this. I would totally be having the same conversation if I was in Vince's place right now. I think my whole thing would be like Bro, it should not even be... Here's my complaint. Do you see that door in the back right there in the middle? Uh Uh-huh. That's been open the entire time they were gone. That's not the door they came in just now. When when they came in from Jack Rabbit Slams. But that's the door he came in when he picked her up. That door's still open. It's just an inconsistency in the filming is what it is. They, they, They probably shot all that at one... Right. One spot and then went off and did, you know, the Jackrabbit Slim scene later or earlier even, but at a different time, you know. Um, But they never closed the door for that consistency. I think my logic is who would be stupid enough to fucking rob Marcellus Wallace. But she did. But she does disable the alarm. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, it's just look, you can tell it's Quentin's second film. Like, he would have probably caught that now. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not yeah. saying that as a shot at Quentin. I'm just saying, like... No, know. I'm with you. Is it enough to ruin the film or the con- continuity? No, not at all. But it's just like, you know, little shit that I know. Like like the number changing over the door. That's probably the same thing. You know? Right. She's like, ooh. Ooh. She even says hello. Yeah. Yeah. See, and this is where my my lack of knowledge of drug use comes in because you just can't tell. I mean, well, I, it's, not, I, it's not just that, but the fact that it instantly ODs her, like instantly. Well, I don't, I don't know that can, it would do that. Like, I know it would be you, fast, but I don't think it would be that instant. 
you can instantly OD off of cocaine if it's not good shit. Well, right, but so, that's not what this is. But she may have never done heroin, so... I still don't think it would, like, I mean, she's done it, right it there. Would, she could do, it, it could fuck her up. I mean, it's definitely plausible that if and it's then, that pure shit that fucking and, Jesus Stoltz was talking about. And then also, the how much time passes between that second and now. Like, she's since fallen on the floor and looks like threw up at least once. Or it's foaming at the mouth. Or foaming at the mouth, yeah. Uh, couple, maybe a couple minutes, that's all it takes. All right. She she's still ba- breathing barely. She yeah she's she's definitely overdosed. And this you know, good or bad, sparked a lot of fucking like interesting Halloween costumes. I've seen ten Mia Wallace costumes, and. Every single ten of them have always been her OD'd. That's like a fucking syringe sticking out yeah, of her tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's fucked up. I, like, I, I love this part where he's like, "You're talking to me on a cellular phone." Like back then, that was yeah. not. Now it'd be nothing, but like back then, you could inter. I remember picking up people's cell phone calls on my like my cordless phone. You absolutely mm-hmm. could pick up people's cell phone calls. Oh yeah, I rem- I mean. I don't remember 94, but I remember... Oh, I do. You know, I remember, like, Nokia old-fashioned cell phones, and even then they were super unreliable. No, my mom had the bag phone. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I like how he's got Fruit fruit Brute in the background. And that was mainly because, like, Tarantino doesn't want to have, like, any licensing. Mm. So he was using more or less defunct cereals, like... Count Chocula and Fruit Brute and shit like that. I guess Although Chocula kind of came back. No, they usually do around the, the Halloween time. True. Uh. You bite the fucking bullet, you take her to a hospital, and you call a lawyer. <laughs> you know that uh, Vincent's car is actually owned by Tarantino, right? No, but that doesn't stun me. Yeah. Tarantino, for the a lot of the like iconic cars in his movies are usually actually his. Like the uh, the pussy wagon from Kill Bill, that's, that's his car, too. I wish I could say I'm surprised. Here's another thing, another incon. This is just inconsistency in the story, right? Like I'm not even blaming the filmmaking here, right? But he crashes that car. That well, car's he- crashed in the side of the house. No, we, we, when they come around the angle, you'll see the hood's all fucked up and the side of the building's knocked over. Uh huh. And then he drives her home in it. See, look. That's all fucked up. Uh, that's dented right. as shit, yeah. No, Hood's popped up. Well, fucking not Marty McFly's car. Oh, uh, yeah, it's all fucked up. How is he driving? Yeah, it. like, and then he drives her home in it. Like, he injected it with heroin and it got all fixed. <laughs> I don't know. It got its fix. <laughs> that's fucked up. It's very fucked up. That's fucked up. I'm sorry. Get the fuck out of here. 
I like how it's just like, she's dying. Well, get her out of here. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean... No compassion. N- no. Not in that world. Not, not when it comes to that world. No, mm-hmm. you're right. Stop arguing Pop. and just go. Well, that's what he's trying to do, and Vince keeps I yelling know. at him. Vince actually is the, the fuck up in that in that part right there. Yep. What are you looking for? The blue black medical, medical book. <laughs> I don't know. Stop bothering him. <laughs> I actually really like Lance. Lance is a character I really... You know, for one of my favorite things is that you saw that made mock up trailer, which showed like the Pulp Fiction trailer, but it was with Muppets. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had all the Muppets be characters with the exception of Eric Stoltz. It was like, you know, starring Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, Gonzo, Eric Stoltz. <laughs> I would, I would, I would love to. I, I just thought of a movie I would like to see. Honestly, I want to see a buddy. I know I was gonna say buddy cop, but that's not true because I don't care if they're cops. But I want to see a buddy movie between Lance and the dude. <laughs> I want. Okay. I, I want. I want the the Lance Lebowski. Like that could be his cousin. For it, all we know, it I could mean, be like, his dad. Yeah. Or is you know a relative of something? I think they're about the. These movies came out around the same time, so I'm gonna go with cousin or something, you know. Yeah, but I think Bridges was older than. Yeah, Stoltz. but I would. I don't think old enough to be his dad. That's my point. You know. Could be right. You know gotta, the weird thing I, is. You gotta that, stab her uh, three times. No, you don't gotta fucking stab her three times. It was one time, but you gotta burst. Yeah. So, have you ever seen, uh, I think I asked you, I think, last episode, you never saw The Descendants with uh, George Clooney? Uh, I know, and you did, I'm pretty sure you did ask me that, but no, I'm not. So, Bo Bridges, Jeff's older brother, I think it's his older brother. I, I don't know. Basically is, he comes off like the Lebowski if he was clean shaven, <laughs> but he's got long hair and everything, and he just talks like, the Lebowski. You should watch it and be like, okay, it's definitely there. <laughs> and that's just no fault of his own. It's just that the Wait, bridges both have that voice. Patricia's about to do one of the f- funniest lines in the whole thing. You mean Rosanna? Oh, Rosanna, sorry. I always get the Arquettes. <laughs> that's fucking trippy. <laughs> and two guys are just like, fuck. And then she just goes yeah. back to smoking a bong. Yeah, she's like, okay. Now, right there, she could play Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that, that's, that's grown up Wednesday right there. <laughs> I did watch Wednesday. I'm gonna have to tell I'm gonna have to talk to you about it. Yeah. I actually saw I, I saw a recasting of uh not for that show, but in general for Morticia of Eva Green. I would love that. I think she would be really good in that role. I hadn't thought about it until I saw it, but I was like, that'd be awesome. Before they made the show Wednesday and it was announced that Tim Burton was going to do an Adam show, it was the fan casting was Eva Green as 
Morticia and Johnny Depp as Gomez. That's, and that's what I saw. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I think I would have rather preferred that fucking version. Yeah, I I told you it was going to be bad. Well, I was um, going to watch it. I mean, I, I sincerely doubt that. <laughs> I love I'd be in as much trouble as you. I sincerely doubt. I have to agree with Vince. Yeah, I think he'd be in much more trouble. He's like, shake on it. Like, this is going to really mean jack shit. She holds to it, though. She holds Well, ultimately, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, ultimately, it doesn't matter, but. I'm going to go have a heart attack. <laughs> I've used that that's, line. I've used that line more than a few times. That's also a line that's uttered by. Uh, uh, Vic Vega in Reservoir Dogs. Oh, okay. Okay. He makes the same type of joke. They won't laugh because it's not funny. They wrote that wrong in the... Uh... I know. There we go. That's got to be one of Lance's shirts, right? Lance or uh, Jody's shirts, you figure? Probably. Yeah. I wonder if that was enough to scare him sober. Like, would that have been enough to just make him be like, fuck it, I'm never doing another drug again as long as I live? Maybe it would maybe get him off heroin, but I think he would have stuck to coke. <laughs> well, I don't know that he ever did it. All we always see him do is is that heroin. So, well, we we hear him talk about doing. Weed. Oh, that's true. He does mention it. Yeah. I mean, he. he I don't think he's going to be like. No, I will only stick to uh, heroin. I won't, you know, dick with fucking cocaine. Here's like, more. Here's more chewing the scenery. I'm walking on sunshine. Wow. I, I think it's my first. This is my first exposure to walking. I'm pretty sure. I think you might be right uh, for me as well. Like, I don't. I think walking's been in so many goddamn movies. It's hard to place. Because I don't. I, I hope it wasn't like, oh, I think he was in Kangaroo Jack. And I think I saw that. <laughs> right. Right. Which I didn't. But I get the point you're making. So it's not a good movie. But the, the good casting is, I think, is. I think the guy who plays his son is Michael Shannon, and I was like, "That's great casting." Yeah, I like it. Michael Shannon be his son. Yeah, I agree. I just don't know how Tarantino gets away with. I mean, I guess because it's a period piece, but the amount of racial slurs that he throws in this entire movie that he gets away with. Yeah, it's. I mean, to me, none more blatant and more offensive in the the body situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Especially... one, for me, throws me off. In fact, uh, OC well, yeah. and I Yeah, you had that yeah, on, on the, the episode that you did without me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still am like, it doesn't make sense that he would say that word Mary he has black, black wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love that. I love the story of this until you get to Butch's dad. Like the rest of the story is like, oh, that's kind of sweet, and then you're like, no. Nah. 
<laughs> also, he, he tells the history wrong. In what way? He, right here he goes, this time they call it World War Two, And he says they called it World War One. Technically, at the time, they would have called it the Great War. It didn't become World, World War One. Yeah, it didn't become World War One until we World had War two. exactly right. Yeah, and if he was telling it from a history perspective, he should have said they called it the Great War. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, is it is it the end of the world? No, but it's just a little, you know. Sure, but I think like you know, let's say Butch is what ten here, right? He would arguably know World War One, World War Two. He wouldn't necessarily know that World War One was called the Great War. Well, that's that's true. Yeah, I mean, I agree not... with you. I, I, you know, the history for that one minor thing is, I mean, it's both correct. It is yeah. both correct. It is, yeah, because it is World War One after the, like in retrospect. But at the time, they would have called it the Great War. Like if he's he's telling the story of like your your great grandfather went off to the war, World War One. He would have gone off to the Great War. You know what I mean? It'd like be, it'd be like introducing somebody like this is your this is your father senior, which then he had you, which makes you junior. Like it's it's kind of that yeah, thing. Yeah, like, well, yeah, he yeah. was known as just blank blank. He didn't become senior until you were fucking born. Right, right. You know, it wasn't called an original until a sequel was made. True, true. That's a weird thing to call World War Two a fucking sequel. <laughs> <laughs> World War Two, the sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Germans are at it again, and <laughs> the rest of the world has to stop them. <laughs> Tagline: They did not see that coming. <laughs> uh. The crowds are sour, you know. <laughs> the hit hits the fan. <laughs> All right, enough. Okay. Uh... <laughs> you know what's really fucking sad is that we they they absolutely would make those taglines for that absolutely. movie. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, because it would be, I think it would be one of those, it would be on a level of like Sharknado, one of those spoof movies. Like they would never make a series. Right. The Germans are at it again. <laughs> <laughs> so you know who he, you know who he should have cast for this. Who's that? Stallone. I think I remember hearing that it was supposed to be like someone who was older, and then because originally it wasn't offered to Bruce. Bruce was like, Kaitel talked him into it. Because he was well, that's what that's what the the research I did said is that Kaitel want they were friends they're friends and he knew that Bruce was a big fan of Reservoir Dogs so he said if you want to be in this movie you could do this role like that. It was I mean weirdly enough the timing is that um, Tarantino was just a guest on Tom Segura's podcast mm. and I've caught clips of it and yes what you're saying is true. But it was also like Tarantino and um, and Bruce met up and were talking about it. And it was like, I want to be Vince. Or no, he wanted to be Jules. He's like, I know you got 
you know, Jules is supposed to be a black guy, and I totally understand that, but I could, you know, you know, I could play Jules. And he's just like, yeah, I don't really know how I feel about that, yada, yada, yada. So it was like a lot of back and forth. He's like, you know what? Why don't you read as Butch? I never thanked you for dinner. Man, Eric Stoltz is always the second banana. God damn. What do you mean? Apparently, um, Lance was originally written specifically for John Cusack, and Cusack passed on the role. Huh. I could see Cusack doing a uh, Tarantino flick. Oh, absolutely. What, what what tips you off, lady? Was it the boxers sweating in the back right. seat that you picked up a block away from the fucking ring? Right. Actually, apparently, no, I, I swear to God, I didn't read this till just now, but apparently Sylvester Stallone was considered for the role before it was given to Bruce Willis. That'd be an interesting... Portrayal. Well, no, because you could have, you could have, I, I mean, I don't know if he'd want to tie it together, but you could have actually made it rock. I guess. But then there would have been the whole thing about how, like, Rocky Balboa was, like, about to get raped by hillbillies, and I think that would have, like... I mean, but at the same time, that's ex- that explains, like, I, I remember thinking specifically when I first saw this, and since then... Butchie was wearing Rocky's colors. He's wearing Rocky's colors from the first fight. Uh-huh. You know, that's another reason uh-huh. why I think I always thought Stallone should do it because it's that it's set up to be Rocky, except it's not Rocky. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, so I don't know. I ain't mad about it. I'm just saying, like, there's a whole list here for people who are going to play these some of these characters. If you're curious about any of them, I can tell you. I could probably guess one of them. Well, what? For what, Butch. For, okay, yeah, hit me with what you got. Mickey Rourke. Nope, not not according to this. There's only That's... there's one, two, three, five names, and none of them are Mickey Rourke. That's surprising because I could see Mickey Rourke because he actually did. He was like a boxer. No, I know, I know. Do you want the Do you want the names or no? Sure. Uh, Matt Dillon. Okay, I do. I did know that. Sean Penn. I don't see him really much as a boxer, but I guess he could be a Walter Waite. Nick Cage. Yeah. Aiden Quinn. And Johnny De- and Johnny Depp. As Butch? No. No way. There's a bunch of names for Lance, too, the one we were just talking about, if you want those. I could see Johnny Depp as Lance. Uh, he was, and he was one of the, that is one of the names for Lance. Uh-huh. There's a okay. bunch more, but do you want them or no? You sure, curious? All right. So it's, uh, John Cusack, as we said, Stoltz, who ultimately yep. got it. Michael Keaton. 
Keaton went on to do Jackie Brown. I think he fits better in that world than this. Christian Slater. As Lance? Yeah, yeah. I can kind of see that. I'm, I'm going to skip one for now. I'll double back. Robert Carradine. Okay. Bill, yeah. Pax- Bill Paxton. Uh, yeah, that would have worked. Uh, Depp, as we said. Nick Cage. Uh-huh. Sam Jackson before he got Jules. I don't see that. Uh, Eric Roberts. Unfortunately, yes, I can see that. And the one I stepped over was uh, Gary Oldman. Uh, that's got to be solely for the fact that he played in True Romance. That's what I, I, I was think thinking too. Too similar. Yeah. Um, similar in the sense that they're drug dealers, but that's, I'm trying to see if there's any other ones it. that are worth talking about. Oh, the Jules one. You curious about the Jules one or? Sure. Uh, well, Sam Jackson, obviously. Uh, I'm going out of order here. Let's see. Uh, where, I just lost it. Sorry. Uh, Charles Dutton. Charles S. Dutton. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Michael Beach. Okay. Lawrence Fishburne. I could see that. And Eddie Murphy. I really could see Eddie Murphy. Nah, at this point, he was doing all like the Nutty Professor and shit, though. Like he was, he was out of that like serious thing. Uh, he was still doing like Vampire in Brooklyn, yeah, Harlem Nights. Trying to see if there's any other. He was doing the fucking lighthearted comedies because that's all that was making him money. Oh, dude. What? I'm not gonna say them all because it's not worth it. But Captain Coons, the walk and roll. Yeah. You had De Niro and Michael yeah. Parks up for it. Ooh. Yeah. Parks would have killed it. De Niro, I think, would have. I just think Parks would have been too old, though. I think I think Walkins was more the right age. That's just my opinion. Uh, he could have been. I mean, he could have been fine. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it would have been terrible, but Michael Parks would have been great as the Wolf, though. Car- uh, Harvey go- Cartel was great, but I'm going to go through the Wolf, and that's the last one I'm going to do. But you ready for the Wolf? Sure. Cartel, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh Warren Beatty. Uh, okay. Pacino absolutely could have been the wolf. One billion percent. Fuck, that would have been awesome. DeVito. You know what? DeVito probably could have done it. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, at first I was like, no, but the more I'm thinking about it, yeah, I think he could have done it. Um, Sam Jackson was actually up for it at one point. Uh, I guess, again, before he got Jules. Like, you know. Yeah, and Tarantino was just like, I need Sam Jackson somewhere in this right. fucking movie. Um, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I could see that. Michael Keaton. Uh, I don't think he's right for that. Travolta. I guess again before he got Vince, you know. Um, uh, Walken. Uh huh. Charles S. Dutton. Nah. And Parks. Parks is the wolf. I can absolutely see. Yeah, I agree. Marissa Tomei was up for the role of Honey Bunny. That could have worked. Mm-hmm. And basically everyone who was up for Lance was also up for Pumpkin. <laughs> Fair enough. Tim Roth uh, could have done Lance. He could have done Lance, yeah. Actually, do you want do you want Mia? 
Sure. There's a lot here. Virginia Mad Virginia Madsen. Uh, okay. Marissa Tomei. I could see that. Patricia Arquette. I could see that. This one I don't see, and this is not a disrespect to this woman. I just don't think she fits the role, but Alfrey Woodard. Uh, yeah, I don't see it. I, I mean, I, I think she's a great actress. I just don't think she'd be good in that role, personally. Um, Agreed. Jennifer Beals. I haven't seen a whole lot of Jennifer Beals to really have an opinion. Pam Greer. Yeah, yeah. Phoebe Gates. No. Bridget Fonda. Yes. In Bushy, right? I think that's how you say her name. It's a Bushy, yeah, Nibushi. from uh, Blade. Uh, oh, is that who that is? I didn't know who that was. Okay. Yeah, the first, the first Blade. Yeah, 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 yeah. I figured that's what you meant. Um, uh, hold on, I lost my spot. There we go. Oh, Jasmine Guy. She she's from a different world. She played Whitney. We've talked about her before. Um, okay. Angela Bassett? No, I'm sorry. I like again. I love Angela Bassett. I can't see her playing me while us. Um, I just don't. I I think she's too classy for that role. And that's not a shot at Uma, but I don't think she can bring herself down to that. Is what I'm saying. I don't see. I don't see her snoring heroin. Exactly. It's kind of my point. Um, uh, Annette O'Toole. Uh, I guess. Deborah Winger. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm not the biggest Deborah Winger fan, but okay. Uh, Cindy Williams? Or Cinda. Cinda Williams. I don't know who that is either. Uh, Meg Tilly. Yeah. And then Robin Wright. Uh, I don't think a Robin Wright would have been good for that. Cindy Williams is an African-American woman. Uh, I don't recognize anything she's been in, but you might recognize a few of these. I don't know. But she's an African-American woman that I've seen before, but like I've seen her. See, but. I like the interracial marriage. So if I, was, I if, agree. If, if, yeah. If she was African-American, then that means Marcellus has got to be a white guy. Well, let me just see if there's any, any white guys were up for him. Let me look. Sid Haig was up for him. Oh, that would have been crazy. Uh, Carl Weathers. I know he's not white, but I just thought you'd want to hear that. Um, not really a fan of that casting. Yeah, it's mostly African-American guys for Marcellus. He had a very specific vision in mind for that character, it seems like. Uh. You come real close to seeing uh, Willis's junk in this scene, by the way. Yeah. It says a lot about us that we're actually actively looking. I wasn't acting. It's right there, dude. I mean, like. It's right there, but. He she does also, ask, like. She does ask a dumb question, though, when she's like, he's like, I, don't, I think I broke a rib. And he, she's like, giving me oral pleasures? And he's like, no. <laughs> I mean. And why is she always brushing her teeth? Like, he sleeps for two hours, and she's, like, brushing her teeth the whole fucking time. Is his cum that terrible? Probably. Okay. I mean, she... Maybe she blew him again while he was asleep. She yeah, just maybe. Oh, God. Par Parks was up she, for she the She wants role. a lot of Bruno. 
Parks was up for the role of Zed. Ugh. Yeah, that's what I just think. I think Peter Green does a good enough job. Yeah. Peter Green also. Apparently, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis was also up for the role of Vincent. Oh, wow. I could see that, but I'm trying to imagine what method bullshit he would have done. <laughs> right. He probably would have done heroin and, like, killed people for, like, a month to get in the mindset of right. the role. Or, or he'd be doing heroin in Amsterdam, like, you know. Yeah, people are like, what happened with Daniel Day-Lewis? He's like a recluse. Like, no, I'm, like, focusing on a role for three years. Christopher Jones was originally wanted for Zed. I don't know who, I mean, the name is, who's Christopher Jones? I don't know. I was hoping you knew. Um, God damn, you're right. She just brushes her teeth nonstop. Yeah. He died a while ago, but he was, his last thing was 96. He was in Mad Dog Time. Never heard of it. Yeah, I don't know who it is, but he died in 2014. <sighs> Let's see. Seen anything else worth talking about on this? Cause I honestly, this whole sequence just the only good thing that comes out of the sequence for me is the thanks for the donuts, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, he is good in this role. It's just weird to... Yeah. Like, every time I see this, I'm like, oh, yeah, Bruce Willis is in this. Yeah. You know, he, he's not iconic to me like Travolta or Sam Jackson. Agreed. Agreed. I, or even Kytel. Like, I think Kytel, I think... I do think Pulp Fiction. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I think Bruce Willis might... My, my, obviously, you go to Die Hard. You, you know what I mean? Like, that's my, my go-to with him, you know? And it's not like Bruce Willis did a lot of... Tarantino work after this. No, I think this was it, wasn't it? Well, it depends on how you look at it. He was technically in Planet Terror, one of the Grindhouse films, but okay, that okay. portion was directed by Robert Rodriguez, but it might as well have been co-directed by Tarantino. So that's the only one that I think... Like, here's what I think. I think Bruce Willis was like, I can't do it, like, I'll do it, and then all of his roles went to Kurt Russell. That's what I think. Huh. So I, I heard you, but I'm reading a thing here. Apparently, you can hear the conversation between Jules and Vincent about quitting the life from in the opening sequence, though, not in the last. I, I yeah, it's, I've heard that. You, apparently, you also see Vince go to the bathroom. Pass by, yeah, yeah. walk by in the background. And uh, apparently, uh, Tarantino confirmed that it's Butch that keys the car. It's not theory. It's It's confirmed. But why he and Jules, uh, sorry, Vince don't like each other is still a fucking mystery. But yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe Vince is like suspicious. I don't know. Well, and I don't know. You you are watching on HBO, but do you own a copy of this? Yeah. So I I, was... I asked I asked because mine, and I don't know if this is exclusive to the Blu-ray. There's a trivia track that literally runs like a subtitle. 
you can turn it on and it runs across the bottom on each scene. So I'm going to watch this again with that at one point and see if it like ever All right. talks about that. Not tonight, but in general. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, really? According to this, Butch is the most popular character from the film. I I disagree with that. I I I yeah, I'm with you, but Butch is the most popular character of Pulp Fiction. That's no what way. it says. It says Butch is the character who. Oh no, I'm sorry. And he kills the most people, apparently. Uh, he kills... Well, I guess, technically, he kills the guy in the ring. So... He kills the guy in the ring. He kills Vince. He kills uh, Zed's partner. I can't remember his name right now, but... Yeah, Zed gets killed by Marcellus and company. So, yeah, he kills three people. Yeah. Um, I guess he does punch the gimp, but it looks like the gimp is like, yeah, I don't think they, I think he's just unconscious. I don't think gimp is dead, honestly. Um, all right. So minimum, he killed three people. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jules kills two. Vince kills. Okay. That's that. All right. I was curious. It says the samurai sword that Butch used to kill him was it was a Shin Gunto, which I'm, doesn't mean anything to me, but I was waiting to see if it was a Hattori Hanzo sword. Because uh, that's, kind of, that's the kind of thing that Quentin would do. Like, it would, you know Foreshadowing. I, mean? I remember when I was watching this, and it showed him one by one grab a weapon... And Alex was like, what do you think he's going to grab? And I'm like, uh, chainsaw, uh, machete, uh, baseball bat. And Alex just looked at me and went, think Tarantino. And I was like, samurai sword? He's like, yeah. Yeah. I, um. Yeah, I heard that. We're not going to hear it here because we have the sound down, but apparently when he's... And I heard this last time I watched it. I didn't notice until then, but when he's walking past these windows at the apartment to get to his place, uh-huh. whoever's inside one and I'm watching TV, it's a commercial for Jack Rabbit Slims. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. I noticed it the last time I watched it, but... One thing I would have wanted uh, Tarantino to continue doing is have the... DJ voiced by Stephen Wright from Reservoir Dogs to still continue to be the DJ in like all of his movies set in LA. Oh, I, I, okay. It's that comedian, you know who Stephen Wright is? Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't. In Reservoir Dogs, he is the DJ throughout the movie, throughout all the radio shows and all the introduce, introductions of the songs. He's like, wow, that was. Uh, you know, Steeler's Wheel by blah, 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 blah. I would have preferred he just, like, had that be, like, the character that connects everybody. Mm. That they're all just fans of Stephen Wright's DJ shit. 
I do like how he goes okay. through this long, convoluted way of like getting to his hotel, uh, to his apartment, just to make sure he's not being followed and there's nobody there. It is smart. Um, I don't know how accurate this, but it does say the contra- contrary to what is displayed in the film, it's much easier to overdose on heroin via injection rather than snorting it. Hmm. I've heard of people overdosing with cocaine by experimenting by injecting cocaine. Well, yeah, that's possible too, but that's not what she does. So no, no, but I'm saying like so that kind of goes with the whole theory. Um, I know someone who accidentally did heroin because they thought it was coke, uh, not in the same way. They were like, "Oh yeah, white powder. Let me snort that." It was just uh, like apparently the kangaroo is also in the flashback scene. Makes sense. Good boots. Toaster pastries. Well, because the brand. He didn't didn't want to shell out for Pop-Tarts. Yeah. I actually like cinnamon sugar, cinnamon brown sugar Pop-Tarts. I'm still not a big fan of Pop-Tarts in general. Oh. I've tried them. I still I have some in my cabinet. I just am not a fan. I think it depends on the flavor. Mm, could be true. Oh wow! They're Hold saying on, they're saying Jules remarks. Marcellus Wallace don't like to be fucked by anybody but Mrs. Wallace in that scene with Brett. Uh huh. Foreshadowing in a later scene. With Zed. Fair enough. I don't know if anybody would like that scenario either. No. All right. See you, Vince. I still don't know why that set off the smoke detector. I've always wondered that. That sets off the. It's not. It's It's not the 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 the, the pop tarts or what te- toaster pastries, whatever they're called in this, aren't burning. It's from when he fires the gun. And I've never understood why that sets off the fire, the smoke detector. Like I'm not. I'm not a big gun person. I've never shot one, so I don't know how much smoke flies out of a gun. But I can't imagine it's enough to set off a smoke detector. Not enough to set off a smoke detector, but there is. All the casings are going to be hot. Um, when they fly out, and if he shot at least eight bullets or something, then that'll be, you know, I guess. eight just littered there. But I, I agree. I mean, unless he was right underneath the smoke detector. Which is possible. He was in, he was in out, the kitchen, yeah. so I guess it's possible. But it just always seemed odd to me that it sets off the smoke detector. I never fully understood that. Yeah. So... When we get to the next sequence, meaning the when the butch story is over, uh-huh. remind me to tell you the story about the first time I saw this. Not the entire story, but a, uh, there's an important part that ties into that scene. Are we talking about the the Marvin scene? Yeah, the yeah. Marvin. Okay, but you tell me. I'll tell you at the uh-huh. beginning so we don't because we we know the 
the strike down upon the raid vengeance section that they re they reprise. So right, I just don't want to miss the fucking motherfucker. The thing that's really interesting for me on that one, I noticed that when I was watching last night, the holes are in the wall before the guy yeah. ever fires the gun. Yeah, that's that's uh, that was a thing that like I remember uh, was acknowledged in like a a portion in Playboy. Where mm. they were doing like movie goofs for some oh, reason in article. Yeah, 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 like you read the articles in Playboy. I did. Short. I had a lot of Playboys, and I wasn't just fucking. You know what? Believe it or not, I when I, when I was a kid, I was reading Playboys for the comics. I thought the comics were hysterical. They draw the biggest titties. They do. <laughs> no, you didn't get that reference, did you? I got it. Oh, okay. By the way, I get my copy of three tomorrow. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, mine's, mine's delayed. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Thanks for the donuts. You know what, Maddie? If you're listening to this, that is still one of the fucking best oh. things you've ever done. Oh, absolutely. Without it's question. so fucking seamless, dude. Yep. You know, by is the that way, that fucking Kathy Griffin. Not only left? is it Kathy Griffin, she's she's credited as Kathy Griffin in the credits. She's credited it as herself, as as if she's already somebody. Huh. All but damned. Hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like how her reaction is just like, turn, nope, walk away. Yeah, really. Oh. Right? Imagine you're just like, I just came to help this guy in a car accident, bring him some eyes, and then I got shot. I, I will give, I'll give Quentin credit for this. At least she's, I mean, she's probably not going to die from that. It sucks, but like, at least she doesn't yeah, die necessarily, you know? I do like this. That's a great shot. It's a good close-up. It is, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's foreshadowing on that neon sign back there, by the way. It's supposed to be Killian's Irish Red, but everything but Kill and Ed are burnt out. And if you look at it from the right angle, it does say Zed. Kill Zed? Yeah. Say none of your business as he's about to shoot him in his shop. Yeah, I mean, anybody, anybody would be like, this is my fucking business. You want to shoot him? Do it out front. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know that if it was like Samuel Jackson as Marcellus and he says, take your foot off the blank, yeah. he would have been like, Yo, Dams, thank you for saving my life, but you don't need to call me that, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> well, I think he's unconscious at this point, but point taken. Yeah. This scene has actually made me never want to go into a pawn shop as long as I live. It's Maynard. Maynard. Spiders caught a couple of flies. Ugh. 
This whole portion is such a hard. It is. Hard. I was trying to remember the line from Deadpool when I was watching this last night, the thing about ball gags. He makes a comment about something in ball gags, and I can't remember what the line is, but it's from the first Deadpool. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? Even if you don't remember the exact words, you know what? I vaguely remember him making a reference like this, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah. I didn't notice it till last night again when I was watching it again, but I always thought Zed was a cop. I thought Zed was a cop. He's a secure. He's a he's a mall cop. He's like oh, okay. He, I mean, he is, but he's not like he's not LAPD. He's, you know what I mean? Like, right. look, because you'll see the patch on his shoulder when he comes in this time. Read the patch on his shoulder. Okay. It actually makes more sense to me. I can't imagine LAPD getting away with this, but Mall Cop, uh, yeah. I could. All right, well. See, security officer. I didn't see security. Well, I just see. You can. You can. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. So, I mean, he, you know, he's, he's definitely, you know, in that line of work, but he's not like, you know. Guess you're going to have to wake him up then, ain't you? <laughs> Is this the guy to play Buffalo... Buffalo whatever in... Um, uh, Silence? Yeah. No. It looks like him. That's uh, Ted Levine. So Peter Green is the guy who plays Dorian in The Mask with Jim Carrey. That's true. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. He also has a very small role... Which, uh, in the usual suspects, can I spoil something for God of War or no? I won't if you don't uh, want me to. No, don't spoil it on here because then it would be on this recording. Tell me, tell me later. Fair enough. That's pretty elaborate holding cell for the game, by the way. Mad TV did a spoof of this. And the combined Pulp Fiction with Forrest Gump. Oh, jeez. And they called it Gump Fiction. Oh, boy. It's so weird, but it's like... At one point, one of the characters is like, Gump, meet Gimp. Gimp, this is Gump. I just read a thing where Quentin had a whole backstory for this guy. This is a hitchhiker they caught seven years ago and trained to be the Gimp. That's so that's that's diabolical. Very diabolical. Like I, how it, it scares me that this shit goes through Quentin's mind. Like really, like it's a little. You frightening. know what? Everybody who you know, I remember talking to uh, an English professor or an English teacher, and she was like, "You have to be a little evil in order to write evil characters. You that's have true. to have that darkness in you. You have to basically, if you're gonna write." the devil you have to at least know the devil and i'm like and she was the most flowery hippy dippy <laughs> fucking english teacher ever she's like uh she was a fucking odd one good english teacher horrible drama teacher in russell's old room so who that was russell 
fucking Russell showed up. Russell never showed up, and Russell can thank his fucking lucky stars. Imagine if Russell was like, I'm going to call him sick today. Well, it said Russell's an old room, so it seems like Russell's not around anymore. But what is the pur- what is the purpose of the game besides just like watchdog? Is that it? They butt fuck him. Well, yeah, but I mean, right now, why do they have to wake up the game for this part? So, I guess as a level of security. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they don't want him to be jealous. Security for on the door that has no handle. Sure, that's yeah. Well, that's... he's just a fuck. You know, he's just a goddamn alarm. Does it work? It said Zed grunting rhythmically. Did you see that? That's yeah, what the... I saw. <laughs> Rhythmic grunting. Peter Green. Holy fucking... crap! I think that I think that machine in the corner is Hondo's machine from Lethal Weapon. No joke. Like I think that right there. I do. I think that's the machine that machine Hondo it uses in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. See, he ain't dead, and he's not hanging by his neck. Like he's hanging by the like suit that he's wearing so I don't think he dies there I think he's unconscious as fuck but I don't think he's dead you gotta knock the fuck out man yeah basically Tennessee Jabo represent (laughs) don't have Jabo represent in this scene motherfucker (laughs) I just fucking want you on me it's like, uh, which one is he? The one getting raped or the one raping? Like, there's no good. In there's this. no good in any of that. No, no. Is he the guy killing the rapist or is he the guy getting he, killed by Bruce Willis? Like, he, all scenarios are not good. Not good. No. I just had to fuck with him. He knows. He knows. Uh, this is essentially grand theft auto just like nah, you know I'll, I'll beat someone with a fucking hammer see i i went with resident evil but good enough. resident evil yeah see they're right there see that sign up on the next to the stereo speaker that's the one i'm talking about it's like killing yeah, yeah. yeah kill that yeah and they say at a certain angle it looks like it's like it says zed but it's you know obviously not but <laughs> see it's not in this but it would it this the theme would be bam 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 <laughs> Yeah. No, there. I didn't see any Hattori Hanzo anything on there. No, I don't think it is. But it would be. It would not stun me if he had somehow tied all that thing. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Even even if he didn't know he was gonna do Kill Bill, if he was just had this character in mind, and then that's who made the sword. You know what I mean? Like, well, Hattori Hanzo, I think, was also a name that the actor who played Hattori Hanzo in Kill Bill frequently with? played. No, he frequently played him in like the 70s. Mm. Or at least the last name was Hanzo, whether it was Hattori or not. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Now, is he just, is, is Mania jerking off or is he just watching? I think he's just watching. He's waiting for his turn. The questions you asked me, CJ. Well, I mean, hey. <laughs> A wild eyed look in his eye. Ugh. Go ahead, Zay. Grab that gun. I want you to. 
I like. I like. He's like that a boy. <laughs> at least, at least in this one, Quentin toned down the blood. Like if this was Kill Bill, there would have been like just. It would have looked like Jackson Pollock. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, he he definitely got bloodier when he had a budget. I mean, that that whole scene. Django Unchained is full of blood. Hateful Eight is full of blood. Inglourious Bastards is full of blood. I mean, it's not to say, you know, Butch is pretty covered in blood, but comparatively speaking to, like, those other films, you know? I mean, once upon a time in Hollywood, there's blood, not as much blood as, like, Django or Hateful. No, no, no. I actually just watched uh, pretty the fucking far cut. from okay. <laughs> I watched the extended cut of the Hateful Eight on Netflix. It's actually pretty decent. All right. It's split up into chapters. Yeah, I saw that. I haven't watched it, but I saw that. That's how it is. I love this. Scene. This is a good one right here. We cut it. Yeah, I can't say it, but I love this. Lies of the Bluetooth. My screen went silent or dark for a second. That's right. I lost. I visually lost you, but audibly we heard you, which is the important part. So. Yeah, I caught it. You actually went black and white for a second. No joke. Yeah, I saw that for a second. Oh, that what now? I like how Bruce is kind of mildly like getting ready. Just in case he's got to like hit him with the sword or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like he's just like, look at the, he's looking at the bandaid really intently. He's just like, what are we about to fucking do? Look at him. So we cool? Yeah, we're cool. I've used this line. This one I can use and I've used it before. Like you, you get gone, you stay gone, or you be gone. <laughs> and are soon to be living the rest of his short-ass life in agonizing pain rapist here. <laughs> That's a good fucking line. It is a good line. It is a good... I mean, there are some good lines, but you have to get all the way to this part to get it. Like, the in-between is a little light. You know what it, I mean? There are good lines, but the opening is a whole great scene. There are good little lines. No, I meant bit. I meant specifically the butch the butch thing. Like Yeah, the yeah. The whole him and Fabien scene is not great. Yeah. I did I actually I found there was more chemistry between him and the cab driver than there is between him and Fabian, honestly. Maria de Lobos. To me, I thought so. She would have. She she would have fucked the shit out of him in that cab if he'd let her. True. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, look on your face when you realize that was pretty funny. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. I kind of. I just. I love Marcellus Wallace's fucking like backwards wave. It's like be gone. Yeah. I mean, I always imagine be like, bye. <laughs> Well, he okay. dead. I'm gonna take the take the chopper.
How badly do you think his like ankle's broken? I think it's. Uh, he seems to keep grabbing by the knee, so I feel like it's up higher. Honestly, whatever the injury is. Yeah, he. I mean, he smashed into a fucking wall, and that hood was fucked up. So yeah, he probably I, had like. Yeah, he he fucked up his knee. Yeah. That's happened to me. I I even with my fucking Honda, it was so bent to shit. Like my my knee was is still fucked up from it. It's not a motorcycle, it's a chopper, baby. <laughs> what the fuck? What? My screen keeps like turning oh. off. I'm plugged in everything. I don't know why it's doing that. Sounds like a screensaver. God, I have been in this situation so many times. Like, honey, we have to go. We have to go. And then they, they just start crying. It's like, baby, I love you. We've got to fucking go. <laughs> right. How was your breakfast? Did you get your blueberry pancakes? I've looked at her up. She's done nothing American before or after this. Or maybe one thing, like she's she's primarily done French stuff. She's kind of like that the actress they got for um, Da Vinci Code. The, oh, the uh, Audrey Totu is that her fucking I, name? I don't remember, but she's really not done anything American beyond uh, Da Vinci. I thought I saw her in something recently, but maybe I'm. See now that that else. whole sequence we did, we didn't hear the song, but the soundtrack has that dialogue, and it goes into a completely different song. So, anyway, do you know who, do you know who this is? No, that's another Arquette. Okay, well, there's this is this is one oh, of the Arquette siblings. This is the one that transitioned. It's also that died a couple years ago, right? Correct. This is Alexis. At the time that she died, yeah, I think it's something. He at in this he's did some. It's another name, but yeah. I think it was Richmond, or maybe remember. that's their father. I don't know. Um, Our cats are like the fucking, you know, the the Hemsworth, the Skarsgårds, the Baldwins. Take your pick, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like the kind of like the poor man's uh, Baldwins, but there you go. Um, so the first time I ever saw this movie, I told you I saw it in the theater, right? Mm-hmm. But because we snuck into the film, we told the people none of us could drive. We were like fourteen and fifteen respectively, and mm-hmm. so we told them we were going to see this other movie that was this length of time and was substantially shorter than Pulp Fiction. We had to leave so that we could meet our ride. We miss it. This is the last thing I saw. <laughs> So missed the entirety of Marvin getting his head blown off and the Bonnie situation. Yeah, they're the boss. I see them. Yep. And then... But So you missed arguably one of the better parts of this whole movie. Yeah, yeah. The first time I was... I mean, I've seen it subsequently, but, you know. Right. I love how they look at him, they look at the wall, and then they're like... Motherfucker. Did you see the gun he fired at us? It was bigger than him. My laptop keeps doing shit. Well, we got you. We haven't lost you, so. Why didn't you fuck somebody who was in a bathroom with a hand cannon? (laughs) (sighs) This gun, he was bigger than him. (laughs) 
Rico, I don't know what you did, but now I'm getting a bunch of static. You static? Yeah. Okay, now all it's I did gone. was, yeah, all I did was exit out of full screen and then put it back to full screen. Oh, weird. I love how, like, after we just saw a hillbilly rape scene, now we're gonna go and talk about divine intervention. This movie is bananas. You're just figuring that out? No, no, no. I'm acknowledging that it's just fucking bananas. I'm not figuring it out. So fucking me, I'm gonna want you to acknowledge it. <laughs> All right, it was a miracle. Can we fucking go <laughs> <Right>? now? Like, <laughs> uh, I've I had that same reaction where like someone's yep, really trying to yep. get to me. I'm just like, okay, fine, yes. Can we go? Actually, I think we had that moment when I was out there. Sounds like that cop he's talking about has, like, no aim whatsoever. Mine's a wide fucking open. <laughs> I love how he's telling him not to blaspheme, but he uses a passage from the Bible as, like, a calling card for fucking murder. murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, here we go. Yeah. Why would you even sit with the, your finger on the trigger? Like, that's just dumb. It's very dumb. Like, I'm not even a gun person. I know that. Like, you know. Like... All right. I take it back. Vincent is an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a ho shoot the son of a bitch. They're more of like, Dude, you made a mess instead of, oh my god, we just fucking killed the guy accidentally. Oh man, I just shot Marvin in the face. It's the valley, Vincent. Marvin ain't got no friendly places here. Oh, there's a huge chunk of brain in his hair. Yeah. yeah. I've never shot anybody in the face, but I don't imagine it explodes just like that, does it? It does if you... I mean, Vincent strikes me as the type of asshole who would have hollow tip bullets in oh, his gun. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. To try and be like, oh, know, this like is a, a real cowboy, yeah. This is a great line coming up here, too. Uh-huh. About the towel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The maxi pad is that yeah. what you're living to? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I watched you get him wet. <laughs> Shit's hard to get off. Dave had ladder. 
goddamn maxi pad. And then when he starts fucking, like, you're right. I mean, this is why I think, it, I mean, he also fucks with Wolf. He's like, a please would be nice. Like, really, motherfucker? Shut up. Some serious gourmet shit. Oh, I know. I love, I've used that. I think, you know, I think I used that on Steph the first day I was out there and she made coffee for me. I was like, this is some gourmet uh-huh. shit. I remember you doing that. Did actually. I do, Did I do that? Yeah. I don't remember if you were awake yet or not. I, I remember hearing that. Or at least I remember you telling me. I think, no, I think, I think you, well, you woke up early most days I was there, earlier than you're used to anyway, I think, because, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, look, I, I've said it before, I'm not comfortable with how much Tarantino loves to use the N-word in all I, of his movies. Would it make sense for characters, like, in a slavery, Civil War era yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing? Yeah, 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 That makes sense. When I, it's East L.A., I, you know, I Jackie Brown shit. I've used this whole sequence and changed it, and I've said stuff like, "Does it look like I have a sign on my front lawn that says dead guy storage?" No, because storing dead guys ain't my business. You know, like I've done it that way. I flipped that word out for you know, because you can throw that word. In, you can throw the word "guy" in there and still it works. Yeah. It, it works. Yeah, without. You know, going, hey, I'm the white guy yelling out the N word, like you know, like right. <laughs> don't don't fucking Jimmy me, Jules. Okay, don't hit this part. Is terrible. He's terrible at acting right there. Like it's, it's he's like, not good. He's not. Yeah, he's. It's not like good. Quentin. Could you do another take for yourself, please? Like, <laughs> and the I time mean, like- doesn't work. By the way, it says eight eighteen on the clock up there. She said comes home at nine thirty. That's not an hour and a half. That's uh huh. I don't know. You want to fuck me? You're fucking my shit up right now. <laughs> he has one phone, and it's in the bedroom. I mean, it's possible. There was always a phone in the kitchen. Every house I had, there was always a phone in the kitchen. There was always a phone in the master bedroom. Chill them out. I'm sending the cavalry (laughs) on the way. (laughs) You know, here's another theory. What if Bonnie isn't African-American, but because Jules is talking to marcellus it's possible he's imagining that she's african-american that's possible yeah i mean that's certainly possible mia looks terrible there by the way i'm sorry i don't like that swim cap look uh yeah i mean that is supposed to be mia right that's mia i also am not a fan of those type of sunglasses where they're pointed and i've never liked that look he looks good though Chill them For some out. reason, a fucking orange turtleneck works on him. It does, yeah. Chill them fools out. I'm sending the wolf. Sending <laughs> the wolf? Well, shit, that's all you had to say. <laughs> yeah. Again, I left out a keyword. There. I, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I know the line. 
know what it's like to have to fucking like tell people about true romance and tell them about the Sicilian scene. I can't really say much of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, does it say Bonnie is African American? Uh, I'll try to look. Uh, and I couldn't. It no, it, it just said the time she comes home. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there in ten and minutes. Nine minutes, thirty-seven seconds later. Nine minutes and thirty-seven. Well, it's presumably that it takes twenty-three. I never timed it, but I bet it takes twenty-three seconds for that to. Unless he struts really fast. No, no, no. I mean, for the car to get to the end of the street to that close-up. Uh huh. Good, we got one. <laughs> he just owns all of this. Harvey Keitel, you know, I'm, I can't say that, like, I actively look for Harvey Keitel movies. But when he shows up, he yeah. always delivers. Yeah. See, Pacino would be like, all right, well, let me tell you. You know what I mean? Like, he, he'd have that drawn out, you know, I'm going to tell you. Foghorn, leghorn way of fucking speaking that he does now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to get all he'd that like, brain up. You know, like. <laughs> Jimmy, do me a favor. I thought I smelled a cup of coffee. Yeah, exactly. Lots oh, of cream, yeah. lots of sugar, you know. I want a lot of hoo on it. That's what I want. <laughs> All right. Is this car? Is it fucked? <laughs> it's fucked now. <laughs> uh... As far as I know, the car's tip top. And now I'm just imagining Pacino doing this whole fucking thing. <laughs> Pretty ah, pleased. Thanks, Jimmy. Pretty pleased with sugar on top. Clean oh, the fucking yeah. car. Put that sugar all the way up it. Clean the fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> I should never do a Pacino ever again. <laughs> Yours sounds like Pacino before he went from like young Pacino to old Pacino. You're just like dead center. Like <laughs> you're, you're like Pacino. Transitional Pacino. <laughs> yeah. You're Pacino. Uh, before he went from like, oh yeah, it's happy. Oh, oh, oh. You're, you're like in the middle. <laughs> uh, you don't need to eat off it. Holes of blood that collected, you gotta soak that shit up. <laughs> wow, we are destroying this scene. Uh, We're also destroying our voices. That's true, too. Uh, I mean, you said De Niro was a possibility for this. Yeah, yeah, could... yeah, yeah. De Niro more than Pacino for sure. It would, you know what? De Niro wouldn't have really been good because it would have taken an extra five minutes for him to get through his lines. <laughs> you know, no, De Niro, not walking. <laughs> I know that came out. Walking would have been twenty minutes. <laughs> All right, <laughs> the whole line is like, now I drive really fucking fast. So keep up. Like, like um, we would have already been there if you'd shut the fuck up. Uh, I hope isn't appreciated. Th Lots of luck, gentlemen. <laughs> I 
You want to bark? Woof, motherfucker. <laughs> if I'm curt with you, it's because time is the essence. Ugh. Pretty please, with sugar on top. Clean the fucking car. <laughs> This is, this is um, way more fun than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're so stupid. Yeah, that's that's yeah. We now have to do a commentary on a few good men. Just hook up Pacino can do the whole Jack Nicholson courtroom scene. Jack Nicholson also would have done well in this. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also would have taken twenty minutes to get through his lines. God damn, Jimmy's cat. (laughs) (laughs) How are we coming, Jimmy? Uh. Uh. Can't believe you shot Brando's cat in the face. (laughs) Something, oh man. Doesn't even ask, can I smoke in your house? It's like, no. Because the wolf don't give a fuck. Nope. His name was Winston. He's like, fuck you. I'm going to smoke myself. No, you. I guarantee he's smoking Marlboros. Probably smoking Marlboros. Or Camels. No, let's really be honest. He's doing fucking red apple cigarettes. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, or, or nails. No, that's, that's Kevin all the way. Oh. <laughs> Kevin's got his nails. Yeah. Quentin's got his red apples. It would furnish you a whole bedroom set, which your more than Uncle Marcellus is more than happy to do. <laughs> I like Oak myself. Oak's nice. <laughs> okay, this is where they my one of my favorite yeah, yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you up. have it. Yeah. The fucked up repugnant shit. <laughs> That's also a good one. <laughs> it's coming up. I love it. I could blow. Oh, 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 you ready to blow? Mushroom cloud layer, motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> Every time my fingers touch brain, I'm super fly TNT. In fact, why the I'm fuck am I for... on the back on brain duty? Wow, my subtitles are fucked up. Why? They like went through the subtitles really quickly as he was still talking. Oh, well. Uh, what are you doing? I'm looking for my phone. thought I oh. felt it vibrate. <laughs> I thought you were going to rewind from like, no. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Forgot we were recording. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Step two, clean you two. <laughs> it's got to be what? Well, it's 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 at nine thirty. They got ten fifty, so it's like nine fifteen right now, ish. I would call that early morning chill. I mean, I 
Jules does have a good point when they put the new clothes on, though. He's like, they look like, like a couple of dorks. He's like, they're your clothes, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It's true, though. I mean, he's got a point yeah. there. That's not enough, bro. Like, I mean, before they still had chunks of brain in their hair and blood and shit. But okay, next scene, they're fine. Movie magic. Mm -hmm. I do remember the first, maybe the second time I saw this, wondering how they ended up. Because it does chop around. So after they kill Brett. The next time you see him is walking into the bar in these clothes, and you haven't seen this part yet. So you're like... Right. See, now the other thing, Marvin still has his face there. Did you see that? Yeah. Maybe he shot him in the mouth. I don't know. Don't do shit unless you do it first. <laughs> Spoken like a true project. <laughs> what about you, Lash LaRue? <laughs> Ooh, I promise you. I drive fu real fucking fast. <laughs> Monster Joe. Apparently there's a scene where you see Monster Joe. It's like a it's a like a deleted scene. Like you actually and I you can't know but like you actually see him see him. Like he has FaceTime. I yeah, I, I could have sworn there was a like a mechanic who came out, but No, 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 no. It's always been it's all in the in the final cut it's always been Raquel, but I see a cab. <laughs> Move out of the sticks, fellas. Good night, Raquel. I always thought it was weird that Julia Sweeney was in this. Like, just a weird... It is kind of a random, weird cameo. Like, I'm not mad at it. Go hard. You do you. But, like, okay. You know? Yeah. I don't... I mean... Maybe they were dating. I have character. No, wasn't he dating Uma? I don't know if they were officially dating. No, she was married to uh, Ethan Hawke at this point. Yeah. Uh. You want to have breakfast with me? <laughs> oh. This really is good storytelling because at the beginning we're all like, oh, yo, that was an interesting scene and random as fuck. And then once you watch this and then you hear Garcon Coffee, you're like, oh, it all ties together. Right, which is another fucked up line. Because in the opening scene, he just yells Garcon. 
I thought he said Garcon Coffee. Does it? He, then he says something different here. It's a different line. It's like hers. The line's different. Maybe he just says Garcon. I. Mm. That might be it. I think you get it. I think you're right. I think in the opening scene he says coffee, and in this one he just says Garcon. He doesn't say coffee. I think you're right. I think you've got it right. That's a good line. He's, I, like, he's like, I don't eat dog either. Yeah, sewer rat may taste like pumpkin pie, but I never know because I never eat the filthy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad tooie shit. So if a pig had a better rat, it'd cease to be filthy. It'd have to be one charming motherfucking pig. I'm kind of with him. I, I, I don't eat a whole lot of pork, but it's not because, oh, a pig swims in its own shit and blah, blah, blah. I, don't, I mean, fish eat nothing but piss and shit when they're swimming around the ocean. He probably doesn't so. eat fish either. He said he's basically vegetarian because of his girlfriend, remember? He does love a tasty burger. He does. Unless unless I was all made up to fuck with Brett and company, which is possible. Could be. From a pairing perspective, meaning two actors with each other in this film, the best pairing by far is Jules and Vince. Like, there's no, without question. Because you got the scene with the car, you got this scene here, you got the scene in the hallway. Like, they play off each other better than any other two pairing in the film, in my opinion. It's true. It's, it is kind of strange that they never really teamed up. Again. Again. Yeah. But is that a product of them, which I give them credit for, or is it a product of the the script? Like, you know what I mean? Like, would they be as good spouting off? You know, I don't know. Well, like, like if like if if Travolta had gotten Rod, Robert Redford's role in Winter Soldier, would it have been as good? I don't. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just imagining that. Um, but you know what I'm saying? That I just wanted to have them yeah. on screen together. But you know. Let me let me put it this way. I, I never particularly thought of John Travolta as particularly a great actor. Well, I'm not saying that, but... but I So I think a lot of it is Quentin's dialogue and direction. And because I would say out of the two, Travolta's the weakest of oh, the sure. two. Oh, sure. See, right, yeah, right there. He just said... Uh, no, no but, he he, says... but he does say coffee. This, so is, the... this, this is space. I'd have to see the beginning again. I feel like I feel like there's a difference with his. Line. I know hers is definitely different when they stand up and start doing the. You know, I think that's just it. I think it's just the difference. I'll have to, I'd have to see it again, but that's all right. I'm gonna take a shit. All right, he's gonna go to the bathroom and shit's gonna go get loose. I've never taken a shit in the middle of a meal. By the way, I've always at least finished the meal and then taken a shit. Oh, you've never had to shit. Not in the middle of a meal, no. Oh, man, because when you're, you're like, oh, man, this is really good, and then you... But like, he, and if he has to go that bad, he's still sitting there having the conversation. Like, I would, you know, if you got to go that bad, I don't know. That seriously looks like a helmet. 
in that scene right there, that shot, it looked like Alan. He he easily could have been like the brother of the dude from Coming to America. You know what the weird thing is? Is that on the VHS and DVD cover, Yeah, on the back, it shows Travolta, Jackson, Uma Thurman, and Bruce Willis all standing together, kind of yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah. looking intimidation, looking intimidating, excuse me. Yeah. Sam Jackson's hair is short. I'd it's have not like the Jerry either. Curl. Like, I, I have the, let me see if I can grab the copy. Yeah, here. Oh, yeah, look at that. Isn't that weird? That is weird. It's like they did promos and he forgot to bring the wig. Or they did it before they decided to give him the wig. You know, like that might be like an early, that might be like an early screen test picture or something. It could be. This is a big restaurant. Yeah. Well, it's not it's, real big, but it's big enough. It's, it's decent size. Where was he keeping this book? This is the That's same right. book he was reading at Butch's. Yep. Yep. I Where, he, he just walk around with a fucking book. In case he has to take a shit. I guess so. But, like, where is he keeping it? He's wearing fucking, like, shorts. I was wondering. That means the same they had thing. to pull this out of the fucking car before it got destroyed. He's like, like I, that's what I'm imagining. He's just like, "All right, we're gonna destroy this car with uh, fucking um, the body, you know, with Marvin's body." He's like, "Oh wait, shit, my book is in there. Let me grab my book first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I just paid for your Christmas present. <laughs> oh, uh, cool. I got Thank the bill you. while we were sitting here, so. Uh, okay. Have you been talking to Steph about presents and shit? I don't want you guys uh, to fucking. Not for her. No, I was waiting for her to bring it up, but I did have a conversation with her about one for you. Uh, okay. Your boss what if it is the dirty laundry? What if it like just is like fucked up socks and that's why it's glowing? It's just like all radiated. No, that'd be stupid. What? The soul is better? I mean, no, but I mean, I'm, I'm well, yes, actually. I mean, I've never seen stink actually radiate a color before. I'm sorry. You do in cartoons. Well, okay. Does this look like a cartoon to you? Kind of. This is kind of like a live-action cartoon. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. This is this is as wacky as it gets for a fucking movie that's not starring Jim Carrey. No, I think Kill Bill's wackier. That's fair. I mean, if this is a cartoon, then Kill Bill's definitely a fucking anime. Oh, first of all, he's, he said that. He said as yeah. much, yeah. Um... We could do those sometime. We 
Joe Bell commentaries. Yeah, or just, I don't think we've ever deep dove it either. We could do either or. We we definitely talked about the Kill Bill movies at one point because you and I got into a whole argument about how there's like a little person when they're burying Uma Thurman. Oh right, I do remember that. And we yeah. and I was just like, he's not. And we we kept throwing around the midget word around a lot. <laughs> we were just, we're like. Is that you what I think like, it he's is? He's a midget. See, I'm like, he's not a midget. And and we discover that he has like severe arthritis. That's why he's just yeah, like yeah. small and shrimpy. Damn. Bitch, be cool. Dude, Jackson just fucking owns this scene. Oh, totally. Trying to imagine him like as a therapist, like, bitch, be cool. Tell that bitch to shut the fuck up. One of my favorite scenes in the entire film, and I know I've probably said this a couple times already, but honestly, is when he's breaking down Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. Uh-huh. And he's like, the different who could be the different pieces of that. Oh, I just love that. Like yeah, it's that's yeah. a good one. Correct the mundo. See, now I think I could be the shepherd and you could be the righteous man. Or I could be the righteous and you be the shepherd. And the Mr. Mil- Nine Millimeter here is the tyranny of the evil man. Like, he, when he does that whole, oh, dude, that whole breakdown just gives me chills. Jules, you let that guy take 15 hours out of you, I'm going to shoot him on principle. Vince, shut the fuck up! That, that, that's, that's what sells that whole scene. He's like, fucking Vince trying to like, oh, I'm going to be involved in this. And he's like, Vince, shut the fuck up! <laughs> so motherfuckers accidentally get shot. And as always, it's Tarantino, so there's got to be a Mexican standoff. Yeah. Well, Travolta's in one of those in um, Face Off, too, which is not Tarantino, obviously. With? It's it's him, Nick Cage, and um, I think Gina Gershon, actually. Gina Gershon, I think you're right. So it's a Mexican face-off. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. For the record, I would watch a Mexican face-off. I actually like really... John Leguizamo and fucking, like, Danny Trejo. Oh, my God. I'd watch the shit out of that. Oh, man. Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um... Who's that guy in the one we did with Tommy Lee Jones? It was and... Benicio. Was that but no? Was it in in the hunted? No, 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 the one no. Where he hunts him in the fucking. Who? What are you talking about? I'm trying to. The, the, they're in Texas, and the, there was that mass murder in the desert. Oh, uh, no country. Yeah, but oh, who, you mean Javier Bardem? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I can see that. The I can one, see that in this the fictional one that said, movie. That we you can with. buy this wallet, by the way, now. Oh, I know. You absolutely can buy this wall. I almost did once. Do you know that his lightsaber hilt says uh, 
bad motherfucker? No, but that doesn't stun me at all. It, it, I think it says BNF, like, on the side. It's, like, tiny, and I bet it's tiny, too, yeah. Like, oh, it, I mean, it's just for him. Right, 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 right. The one says bad motherfucker. <laughs> he even said that on, like, Graham Norton or something. They're like, oh, yeah, this looks like mine. It's like, oh, so my, this one doesn't have bad motherfucker on it. Yeah. About $1,500. Pretty good. Oh, no, you're a lot of, you're a lot of. <laughs> yeah, right. Gonna... Bitch, shut, shut the, the fuck up. <laughs> I love that he calls him Ringo. Yeah. I would have been dead if I was like Ringo's position. Like, you read the Bible? It's like, yeah, that's why I'm an atheist. It's like, oh, really, motherfucker? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I'm a God fearing Christian, motherfucker. Needless to say, his delivery of the line here is not nearly as good, and he doesn't say the same words. It's slightly different. It's slightly different, but the intensity is still there. No, I don't think so. I don't think Sam fucking blinks. No, he doesn't blink, but the, it doesn't have the same impact to me. I think it has an impact based on the earlier scene that we saw, because as he puts it, that was just some righteous shit he yeah, said yeah. when he was going to shoot yeah, somebody. Yeah. Now it's him actually thinking about what he's been saying all these years. It's a theological version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm thinking... Maybe it means you're the evil man. And I'm the righteous man. Mr. Nine Millimeter here is the shepherd protecting my righteous ass. <laughs> I'm the shepherd. And it's a world that's evil and selfish. I'd like to believe that. <laughs> You're the weak. That part's scary as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And I'm the tyranny of evil men, but I'm trying to be the shepherd. Like trying this. real hard to be the shepherd. So that's what I'm telling you. I think this, this scene is... It's different, but it's the same level of burning intensity. No, you but the, the, I'm it's, saying the delivery of that line is not as intense. Yes, the the overall, I agree with you, but I'm saying that the delivery of that, that's, yeah. Do you think they, I, I always kind of got the impression that, like, almost like Jesus, you know, like, you've already heard the stories about Jesus talking to, like, evil people, and they just cease being evil instantly because of that. Like, like they don't rob another place ever again. Like, I don't know if they go get, like, office jobs, but they go do some, like, they don't do this shit ever again, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that whole thing in, like, Da Vinci Code, where she, like, goes up to the fucking junkie yeah, in the park yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, just goes yeah. off. And... Except I don't think he's the last Zion. I think it's just the intensity of it just scared them straight. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Chris Rock was like, Jesus was black. Jesus wasn't white. Jesus was black. Okay. Maybe well... he doesn't know he's the last Zion. That's why the fucking bullets didn't come down and fucking 
you know, shoot them. The He's da Vinci more fiction? or less unscathed this entire movie. One of the very few in this whole movie. He doesn't get beaten, shot. The the, the Da Vinci fiction? The Da Vinci fiction? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so we got credits rolling. The Da Vinci Jewels. Da Vinci Jewels. Ricky Nelson, Gary Sherrill. Yeah, I could have sworn it was somebody famous else somewhere in that scene, but I don't see it. Oh, well. Uh, Kathy Griffin as herself. See? Right there. Uh-huh. Dwayne Whitaker is Maynard. Fourth man. Alexis Arquette, even back then. Uh, oh, it said Eli- Okay. They, okay. They they were known as Alexis. All right. Is it binary? Is it they or was it she? I'm asking. It, I I don't know. That's why okay. I'm calling them. Fair they. enough. Fair enough. Well, I mean, of, with all respect, their their past too. Of my they have since passed, but yeah. I don't know what their preferred pronouns were. So yeah. when in doubt, go with they. Uh, if you don't know who we're talking about, if you've seen Wedding Singer, it's the keyboardist slash clarinet player from The Wedding Singer. Yes, and if you're also uh, if you're going, if you're a fan of Bride of Chucky, you'll know who I'm talking about. There it's, you go. it's the gothy. Oh man, Alexis Arquette is like great in that. Even though the movie is like whatever, <laughs> they play a like a. It's it's like a, imagine Alexis Arquette trying to be Marilyn Manson, and trying to impress Jennifer Tilly. It's it's such a weird scene. That's a weird, yeah. Just you just you laying that I'm, scenario out is like what? I'm now? telling you, it's it's like if if Alexis hadn't died, if they were gonna make like a legitimate Marilyn Manson biopic, Alexis Arquette would have worked. Oh well, I wouldn't at this point, but I get the point you're making. I don't know, you know, I don't know whether Manson's guilty or not. I I watched that documentary that she did, and I was on her side, and now I'm hearing other shit that she's kind of another Amber Heard. Mr. Blonde Thelian, one of the drivers. I just think that's neat, uh-huh. Mr. Blonde. Cause that's, that's a uh-huh. Reservoir Dogs reference, right? Oh, special makeup effects. Kurtzman Nicotero. So Greg Nicotero is now, like, the go-to guy uh, for, like, all fucked up makeup and blood and guts. Like, he did all the... So you think he did the uh, car? He did Walking Dead? No, I mean in this. You think he did the car, is what I'm saying. Probably. Yeah. This may have been one of his early fucking things. Well, I would think it's 94, so yeah. Yeah. But now, the weird thing is... by the way, might be one of the best soundtracks. It's up there. it's It's definitely up there. Um... But Nicotero eventually became like the like he's now like opening credits makeup for like Tarantino. So when they were doing uh, Hateful Eight, it said makeup effects by Greg Nicotero because now he's just that right, known right, right, right. guy. I used to li- I used to call um, there's a, there was this thing you could call to order CDs. And you could listen, if you wanted to hear snippets of the songs, you could do that. I, before I had the soundtrack, I would call and listen to Son of a Preacher Man. Okay. I love that song. I think it's fantastic. I guess that motorcycle movie was called The Young Racers. What I, oh, I didn't see, but yeah, okay. 
Jennifer always, Beals is thanked. Who? Jennifer Beals is thanked. Why would she be thanked? I don't know. Special thanks to Jennifer Beals is what it said. Okay. I missed it. Eh. Filmed in Panavision. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, Mushroom Cloud land motherfucker motherfuckers. We're, uh, mm-hmm. We just went through Pulp Fiction together, as always. Uh, I got nothing. Well, well, no, we're not done yet. We're not done. What else we got? What else we got? Oh fuck me! No, that's what that's what we should call that fucking game. It's like, oh fuck me! No, All right. no, and and you already gave it a title. What's in the box office? Yep, yep. Now I will tell you very quickly. I only have a range for the budget. Okay, this is. Early to mid '90s. This is Tarantino's second movie. There's not a lot of crazy special effects. I'm gonna say the budget's probably pretty low, or at least lower than like a movie now. So I'm gonna go with like seven million. I'm gonna have to give it to you because it's between eight and eight and a half. Okay. All right. Um, I, really? I did. I did. All right. I did see an interesting thing though. That it was five before Willis signed on. <laughs> no, that's not a joke. That's legit. Like it was. No, I, I believe it. Yeah. Everybody um, else, like Sam Jackson and like Travolta are getting like 200k here and there, maybe. Yeah. Travolta's um, like, I really need this money. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, box office. I don't. I mean, again, I think for its time, it was like crazy, but I don't think it's like Avenger money. Um, one. Uh, I'm gonna go like 180 mil. Higher. Hundred and uh, okay, uh, t- is it two hundred and ten million? I'll give it to you two thirteen point nine. Oh shit! I'm really good at this now. <laughs> Until next week. Until next week. Yeah, next yeah. week I'm gonna fuck it up. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Thank you all for watching Pulp Fiction with us. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you en- um, I hope you enjoyed us doing the commentaries with you. In general, um, there's some things in the works. We might have a very special announcement about commentaries in the future, but that's all I can say about it right now. But if it pans out, it could be a lot of fun. So we'll keep you posted as developments uh, change. Uh, and if it doesn't pan out, I'll tell you. I will tell you what it was going to be. But if uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if it happens first. So, um, but it it would be fun. So uh, I got nothing else, buddy. How about you? Anything else you want to say before we go? Does he look like a bitch? CJ here with some show information and a few thank yous. After I'm done, stay tuned for the damn it, our very own post credit scene. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your smart speaker, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you enjoy the show as much as we hope you do, make sure to tell a friend where they can find us too. If you want to agree with or yell at us, follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew. Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. And like this show page, Potaskew Podcast, on Facebook. If you love music as much as I do, you should check out my alter ego, DJ Xanthus, on my radio show every Thursday from 9 p.m. to midnight-ish, and Saturday from 10 p.m. to midnight-ish, Eastern Standard Time. 
at www.radio-airwaves.co.uk. I tend to run past midnight, hence the ish. Oh, and DJ Xanthus is on Twitter at DJXANTHUS. Make sure to follow that for show updates. We want to thank logo designer and show friend Mike for his work on our awesome logo. You can contact him for artwork via email at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. Check out tpublic.com slash if you want to display your love of the logo and potescue. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for all original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons, all one word, and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you our next episode. Hey, today on the podcast is too. We're going to be talking about nerdy things. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons and Dungeons. And ladies in the Dungeons. And the last Star Wars movies and Dragons. And we're going to also talk about nerdy things. Nerdy things. Like Princess Leia. Costume. Hot